0: What's up, Hunters, dribblers? Welcome back to another episode of the Hello Sport podcast. All talk. It's actually all talk with Hello Sport on this Thursday. Same shit, slightly different smell. Sure. Um, You know, you can. I mean, I think that works. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, Now, interview with uh, me, old man, Papa, Daddy, Dad, Father, Faja, Faja, Sire. Is Sire like?
1: Yeah, Sire.
0: I mean, Sire is probably a bit much, but. Daddy? Si, daddy. Oh, yeah, Daddy. <laughs> Big Daddy. Um, so, we recorded this interview a while ago with Pops. Mm. And great yarn. It went up on SEN, the sort of edited version. And then, I'm not going to name any names, but Tobler lost the entire interview.
1: Yeah. Look, we would, I'd never sit here, Tom, and name names. No. I think that'd be beneath us. Yeah, exactly. It's not fair. It's not fair to Tobler. Well, he um, hasn't
0: chosen the pub. Ch- Tobler hasn't chosen the public-facing life. No, he hasn't. So He's we t- won't mention the fact that he lost the entire interview and another one.
1: It'd be uncouth of us, Tom. I'm not going to dare do it. Because no. um, at the end of the day, although he lost the entire interview amongst others... Um, he didn't mean
0: to. No, he didn't mean to. So what, what, what did happen, though, to the toddler that won't be named was that he was basically threatened with his life to scour the earth for humans capable of finding lost interviews. Yeah, people that, like, you know, recover laptops that have been in explosions, that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, finding sickos with, like, you know... Illegal material on We're there. Sicko shit on there. Sicko shit on blowing yeah. up laptops. We basically had to find like FBI level.
1: Yeah, FBI trained FBI ASIO. level ASIO,
0: AFP esque. Although the AFP, AFP always, I don't know. They've always said the a bit. No disrespect, to the AFP. Don't come after us. I think it's more just about like when you're on the road. Yeah. I'm not scared of the AFP. Whereas if a cop's behind me, yeah. I just immediately feel like I've done something wrong. Yeah, I'll shit
1: myself every time. Was the AFP? I just like, I'm I like not,
0: you've got you, they've got bigger fish to fry. You're yeah, looking after fucking that's right. consulates and all that sort of shit. Like, but AFP,
1: I think, is the equivalent of the FBI. It just doesn't seem to have the same amount
0: of panache punch. Punch You know what I mean I don't see them doing wild shit We don't have any AFP shows No there's no
1: AFP shows And And I think that's telling That might be why I think that's
0: telling I think we need to look into that Mm -hmm. You know Whoever is the production house In Australia To look into an AFP Style FBI Inspired show Not the point Tobler Who will not be named Lost everything He managed to recover It was a two hour chat with dad Mm. And Wasn't it two and a half I Fuck Maybe it was two and a half It was a long one We basically got all but like 20 minutes back, I think. And say for some things that we edited out that were from all parties probably not appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a couple of things. A couple of things. But nothing crazy. No, nothing crazy.
1: Um, So. without further ado, Tom. Yeah. Lead us in.
0: Papa Bear, Daddy, 12th Man, Dad. Billy, Birmingham, Dad. Take it away, bro. You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast.
2: When uh, when you've when you've struck the set, mm. that's a technical term, Tom. Uh, means you've sort of put the microphones away and the cameras away. I've never seen it all set up in action. In action, when you've got a superstar on board, you know, <laughs> um, you know, with all the fucking yeah. cameras and mics on you. Yeah, and stuff.
0: yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's quite the it's quite the thing. What, what was? Do you remember what the thing was when we first when he first came in here and I was like showing him off the set. Do you remember how like early was,
1: was that in the going?
0: Not too early. Like, like was this shit. was done. Yeah, okay. But do you remember what the first thing, like the your first comment do was I about t- it? Um, no. Which was it here? It was in here, but it it had nothing to do with the physical room itself.
2: No, what did I say.
0: <laughs> Fucking toilet seat won't stay. Oh out. shit! <laughs> I just I was about to say
2: it again. You come in like you came in after backing out of Tommy, <laughs> and and you. Wiping your hands all <laughs> over your all over your pants, mm. and I'm thinking this looks fucking bad. But <laughs> so I went in man. there and there's like there's no fucking toilet like paper, no. paper, like no sorry not toilet paper, hand wiping paper. Yeah, there's yeah. no dryer. No. No. And you're holding the fucking seat up
1: while you're having a piss,
0: which or just is pissing pissed. onto the seat it's and wiping a, well, it down afterwards. Listen,
2: I've heard you talk about
1: it, Ed. I, I'm, I'm just—I just wipe it down now. I can't—I—I I don't have the desk oh, So you—so
2: you leave the seat down. Yep. yep. And I do my best. Yeah, do your best. And the, the final drips are yep. going to hit the seat. That's right. And you just wipe it down.
3: Hang on. Um, I've
2: got to <laughs> You got Yeah, you'll just, need to hold, hold on on the Tonks.
0: Come here, baby. Look at you, buddy. You want to get your face on Come
2: here, beautiful boy. Look at you, Tonks. Off you go, mate. Aye? You're on TV, mate. You're on TV, Tonks. <laughs> TV Tonks. Well, at
0: least on YouTube. Yeah, well, it's says TV. Put go. him on
2: his bed there. Um, yeah. So I've heard you guys talk about it. Like, you mm. know, why do they, you know, it's a disabled toilet as well. Yes. But shit, what a poor design. Also,
0: in our defence, Strata's meant to take care of all paper towels and shit. The only reason there's anything in there is because we provide it
2: strata haven't been sighted off knobbies is what i hear
0: no they haven't they're also the reason we got the leak
2: um i'll tell you what we could do though uh no it's it's up to him but a dryer
0: at least we're not fucking installing it no that's wrong so
2: you're not going to do it so he has to get someone in mm. at least that so you're not you know saturated hands
1: yeah, yeah, I know, and then you go get that door and... And get the door just, and then somebody touches, and touches the door and they go, i tell you what, wet here. doors, wet door handles oh, and they don't pho- get on. Is this
2: urine I'm touching <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, you can't be sure. You don't no. know. And your no. mind immediately goes to that's urine. urine. Exactly. Yeah, 100%.
2: And then you think, well, I go and get a testing kit to see if it is urine. <laughs>
0: mm. But you're, like, notoriously not, like, not a fan of the uh, the toilet outside. of oh. your own domicile. Yes,
2: I am. As, as you guys discussed, I told you we binged on... Uh, Hello, sport. When we're on our way to Melbourne, oh, me and, yeah, Will. You and Will. And um, yeah, you guys were talking, you're putting shit on me uh, <laughs> about my inability to back one out. It's like, you know, I mean, I've never known. You've, you go into a restaurant with Tom, you sit down, you haven't even got the menu or <laughs> ordered the coffee, and he's, I'll be back in a sec, you know, and five minutes later, he's just gone straight in yeah. and ruined those people's day <laughs> by backing
1: out something yeah. you know well he doesn't seem to think that he's got a problem and I go your old man calls it
0: a Tommy a Tommy, <laughs> Tommy.
1: like yeah. and that's what he was doing when I walked into the <laughs> oh, no.
2: hallowed studio today I said to, I said to the toddler where's where's Tommy and he said oh he's out the back I said he's backing out of Tommy isn't <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> will will says that when we go to see Prue, your sister Obviously, you know that. Yep. But Will says that I spend more time taking shits at her place than I yeah. actually do when I'm in there. I'm like, well, that's I'm a so misrepresentation I of I'm the truth. I'm extremely
2: jealous. I mean, to have that regular type of bowel mm. is such a good thing. I mean, you're getting rid of all the toxins that could hang around in your body for 48 hours, like they do with me.
0: Yes, um, which is why I'm a picture of health.
1: Yeah, Yeah. well, I mean, that might be a loose time.
2: And then, you know, like I might finally do one after two days, two
1: and a half days, and I've got to climb off it, you know, so... <laughs> so, have you always have you always had a problem shitting in public or, yeah. or has that developed over yeah, time yeah no I, I always have I always have it's just I mean certainly especially in a restaurant is it I a mean,
0: germ thing though for you or are you like when you're in there you're like this, I'm not open just a
2: headspace thing I think I just like I mean I, I don't want to like in you know, 21 a restaurant down in Double Bay you know it's got a small bathroom yeah it does And, you know, Tom just goes straight in there, hasn't even ordered anything, and he's just, you know, gone there for five minutes and shit, (laughs) some poor bastards, you know, just waiting for his, you know, Eggs Benedict. (laughs) And he has to get a completely different smell out of his nose before he can smell that salmon or ham.
0: I don't understand the the, sort of the consequences of what I'm... Well, uh, because you can't smell. No, so I'm not... Did you ever, as a as a father, think,
1: "Fuck, we should get him tested," or you just, yeah, "I'll live with it, mate"?
2: Yeah, it kind of, it kind of took a few years to realise just how fucking non-existent it was. Mm. We think it was running into that barbecue, don't we?
0: Well, that's what I like. That's the sort of. I don't remember being able to smell before that though. Like, if you're eight years old, you'd think you would remember. Yeah, I
2: don't think so. I don't think it's one of those things that you you think of. You were eight when you did that, were you? Yeah, right. So <clears throat> you've heard the story. He's like. I actually haven't. Well, I was He's over at some friend's place. Mm. And they're playing some games and Tom's just turned around, run after a ball and run straight into the corner of a brick. Uh, barbecue. Barbecue. In the backyard. Mm. And it's got him. Where are these scars?
0: Uh, it went right down here. Yeah, then like top of over.
2: his eyebrow and then top of his lip. And then and, down here a little bit. And obviously, you know, it's taken out a...
0: Taking out my smell potentially. Yeah, we're playing, we're playing NFL and I was fucking running back to catch yeah. the ball. and you fucked it. Well, I yeah, it was it. in an I
2: unfamiliar backyard.
0: It, it wasn't unfamiliar backyard. Oh, you didn't know you smelled it. Yeah. It wasn't my backyard. No. Yeah, no. I it. Shout out and to Anyway, the so
2: they didn't ring us and say Tom's fucked himself. They just
0: said. <laughs> you were on holiday with mum <laughs> and it was wrong? Nano. Okay. Nano was with us.
1: Do you remember smelling?
0: No. But so, I can smell. Like, I could smell if you sprayed the deodorant in my nose. Okay. I get a fume, like a whiff, but I couldn't tell you what it is. What about something strong like mint? Mint, yeah. Well, like, if I've got one in my mouth, it's like, it just clears yeah. my nose. Yeah, yeah, that's a different thing.
1: Eucalyptus? Yep, you've said that before. What about a eucalyptus leaf?
0: If I fucking crunched it right there. Yeah. But, like, I can't smell poo, which is what we're, which is what's going to Or thing. B.O. Or B.O. That's my biggest, my most nervous sort of, I've got to have, I've got two bottles of deodorant in my bag.
1: Well, it's important. You can't
0: smell But you're lucky chances. on an
1: aeroplane that you can't smell BO. Oh,
0: yeah, aeroplanes are Does rough. it stink fuck. on a
3: plane?
1: Can oh, do. fuck. A, if, you, if you get sat next to like, that had no yeah. care for his own personal hygiene. No personal hygiene. <laughs> I mean, usually, I've done that. Oh, no, not always, but tend to be a bit bigger. Do the bathrooms They're Usually encroaching onto yeah. your side of the seat. Oh, a, the, oh, the bathrooms are fucked. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, especially on a long haul. Oh. Yeah.
0: The thing is that, like... If you're sick, go to the hospital.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs>
0: That's a great long... Uh,
2: but, no, I... <clears throat> some guys would be oh i mean if you're on a long-haul flight and you're next to some guy jesus the it banks can be, sound fugly oh it can be hell yeah i mean i'm i'm particularly bad with smells they shit me to tears <laughs> i hate those fucking toilets not just yours where you have to hold the seat up it's like you can hear me screaming like, what the fuck <laughs> jeez you know like it's Hard enough, but he, you know, especially, you know, trackies, you know, we have to pull the front down, like it doesn't have a <laughs> yeah, fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you you sort of, that's what I just did. Then I could figure I'm holding this down and <laughs> trying to find my shriveled up dick and, you know, <laughs> uh, hold the seat up. I'm thinking, well, uh, it's a a would you ever nightmare? just drop
0: him to the ankles? Hey? Just drop trout to the ankles? No.
2: No, I had to. Because so I got a long shirt, so well, I got to hold the shirt.
0: Shirt up under the chin. No, I got to
2: hold the shirt down. Hold these things out of the way, because that's an often a bummer too. Like when yeah, you pull the trackies you down, wet. you pull the trackies down, you got the toggles wet. No, you got to dig your
0: trackies <laughs> up. And it's like oh fuck. <laughs> Trying to tie wet ropes together. Oh exactly. yeah, you're getting, gonna, the, work. getting the toggles wet. no No, 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 that's a fucking nightmare. The man.
2: girls don't give a rants about any of this stuff. There's no sympathy.
0: No, no, they don't. How's the new scooter?
2: Fabulous. I feel like I well, just got nice to feel the wind in the hair again. I realise it's in the head again, not the hair. Um, but I've been riding around like a kid in a candy store. It's just fucking great.
0: He um, he's been going to like heaps of you know meetups with dudes trying to flog scooters and like bartering with them. And one guy was like not fucking budging on this price, and so Dad goes. <laughs> what if I show you photos of my granddaughters? And just start <laughs> showing him photos of like Evie and Zoe as his background, trying to get him to bring the price. down? the guy's like...
2: He was just a, he was a lawyer. He was a lawyer and he's about to go to his country property. So I thought, you know, he's, he's not short of a quid. Hmm. And I tried to knock him down 300 bucks. He said, no. Nope. I said, well, <laughs> come on, you know, your wife said she wants it out of the garage. <laughs> he said, no, nope, no, I'm saying I just got it registered. Come on, mate. I'll show you a photo of my granddaughter. <laughs> I
1: held up the phone. What would he say? Oh, off. I didn't crack a smile. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Oh, that's, see, that's funny.
0: Yeah. No, that's just, you that's know? A, he's that's just a, a bloke thinking roll. outside
1: of the box. So you would go to scooter meetups yep. and try to haggle blokes down.
2: Yep. <laughs> what? Why? And yesterday, I did a good job.
1: So it was yesterday you got it?
2: Yeah, got it last, last night. And the guy had it for 30, <clears throat> secondhand, obviously, thirty four fifty dollars last week. Dropped to thirty one fifty. I was going to take three grand with me, but I, when I went to the ATM, my limit—I didn't know this—was twenty five hundred. So you know, I'm putting the card in, and I tried to get three grand out, and it said, "No, you've exceeded your limit." So I just kept going down in increments of hundred twenty five. Was so I had twenty five, and then in my wallet I had three, so I had twenty eight. I just wrapped it in an elastic band, put it in a brown paper bag, which looked very dodgy, and took it with me. And I took it for a ride, thought it was good, and I said, i got <laughs> 2,800 in my in my dilly bag, will you take it? He said, oh, you're close. I said, close enough, aren't I? <laughs> you know, show him photos. I said, again. it's cash, it's cash. So, nice guy. And... I left my car. My car's still over there at his house. <laughs> well,
1: because I just wanted to ride, you know. Have you, got, have you had a motor li- motorbike license for a while? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, was getting, I was just pitching you up at Terry yeah. Hills, like doing the course. No, I was like in.
2: I went to Yunandera, Ulladala, or no, whatever. It's right. not Yunandera, down in Wollongong. So, you know, when you get your license, you've got to uh, have a 250. So I bought a Yamaha dirt bike 250 and rode it down to Yunandera. Did you
0: buy it and just write it down to go do the course? Yeah. So you hadn't even been like
2: no. You just put you weren't it even
0: licensed. At no, that point. you just
2: put L's on it and away you go. That um, seems dodgy. So I went and did the course, and then because of my age, I was able to get straight onto the Harley. Uh, other people have to.
0: You got yeah. Like you've got to have for a certain amount of yeah, time. You gotta, you're you mature. Have, yeah, mature a number wow. of
2: years at, at the two hundred and fifty or three hundred and fifty level.
1: What what at what age
0: he was given it he was, was given it, 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 it his record company gave him a Harley
1: as oh like really a, yeah thanks
2: my record company it's quite a um, it's quite a gift. did
1: you was that did you want a f- Harley Or yeah, they like um, I, I, I talked bar. about it
2: I talked about it with my uh, business partner um, and he <laughs> said to them listen you're probably going to blow what twenty grand or something on a piss up for Billy's Uh, you know, double platinum album. You know, they usually have that press thing where they invite everyone along and Mm. it's just free piss and they hire a venue. Um, And I said, why don't you just buy him a Harley instead of wasting the money? He doesn't like that sort of shit anyway. So they did. Uh, Went to a restaurant for lunch in North Sydney and they uh, peeled back the concertina doors and there was this big fat Harley but it wasn't the one I eventually got. They said you can take it back to Harley heaven and exchange it for whatever you like this one was a big purple uh california highway highway patrol you know with mm. the, mm-hmm.
0: the Do you have a sidecar or some shit. Or no it, had, it, at it like had
2: big studded leather That's saddlebags studded. <laughs> like you know steel studs <laughs> yeah. uh big big lights on the side of the headlight
1: yeah.
2: um was it yeah, too, not, was it nice too looking,
3: much
2: for you yeah, it was just hey look at me you know yeah. and uh so i went out there and got a lovely retro looking harley uh soft tail special uh all fat
0: boys or is that me making well, that they're all
2: fat boy engines and frames right. don't ask me about but well, i'm not a big bike guy, as if i fucking know um it's... no um they're all basically the same kind of engine yeah. just different styling mine was a retro look it had the uh chrome spoke wheels mm. white wall tires mm. um and it just looked like an old marlon brando wild one kind of you take it out often? No, I saw it the other day when I went to get my helmet. Are you so still got go it? Yeah, but it's just so sitting
0: I've, in a garage. It's oh, just, really? And How fucking, long have you had it for?
2: Oh, uh, in '94. '94? Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. It's cool. I had designs on getting my motorbike license and then sort of going, "You're not fucking using this thing, mate." You can't. slowly can working my way into just having it, and then I got my motorbike like learner's license, and then I never fucking rode anywhere. Someone got me a helmet, and, and I impetus.
2: just. I felt so bad when I saw it the other day because I had to go into the garage where it was stored and stepped, it's not, on stepped on a dead rat Stepped on a dead rat wasn't yeah. his day And and I just saw the exhaust pipes, you know the cover that was over it mm. I just saw the exhaust pipes fucking rust all over uh, it yeah? Oh yeah? I mean I think a rat spent some time in my helmet so I had to clean that out and <laughs> disinfect the fucking thing so um,
1: I mean, it's it's still. But why v- did you, why did you get a scooter if you could just jump on the old fucking hog, mate?
2: No, because it needs to be. I oh, wouldn't couldn't ride that around. <laughs> People would be going, "Don't come in near it." You know, it was like it's just dirty. It needs to be restored. completely restored. Mm. Now it's it's a great restoration because as I didn't ride that much. Uh, it's a 1994 heritage soft special. It's the last one they made they stopped making the heritage Softtail special which are two-tone and um, It's only done about 18,000 k's.
0: Mm. i might have to go get my license again
1: here so, Well, I, I often talk about getting my license I went and got it and then I let it expire straight away I've so, so. I got,
2: I got two choices one is to me to hand it over to some guy an expert and say fix it up mm. like every bit of chrome that needs to be re-chromed uh, you know everything you need to do to the engine but it's like you know very low-key engine um and give it back to me or sell it to someone as a project
0: did you ever f- uh you never came off it did you
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> well no when i come off it <laughs> one christmas one Christmas, it was a shit house fucking Christmas. We were blueing. <laughs> what well, oh, Christmas weren't we blowing? Oh well this was a big fucking blue where I took
1: off. <laughs> I took off. He uh, said fuck this <laughs> I'm
2: oh, yeah, I'm out of here. And I decided to Oh man, this was, almost, was a frozen moment, horrible day. I rode up to Sydney to Rogers place, my business partner. And it was a good ride, no dramas. I mean his fucking driveway which I'd never seen before, was a very steep driveway and he said I parked in the garage. So I've gone straight up this fucking steep driveway thinking there was a nice flat area to just pull on the brakes and wait for him to open the door and go in. There wasn't. It was like the garage door was almost at the top. It was only about two feet of flatness (laughs) So I go up and then I hit the brakes and I think, oh fuck, I've got to do a real fucking hill start here. I hadn't had the bike for that long. It's a massive fucking drive. i am got to do a hill start here. So I sort of drop the clutch and start going backwards down the, on it. And I thought, oh fuck, I'm going to pissing down this thing. And I thought, I'm going to have to lay it down. So I laid it down and it just hits this brick wall on the side and the handlebar. Went <laughs> went from a complete ninety degree. It Went foomp. So the handlebar was facing dead ahead. Yeah. Instead of facing out to the right or the left.
0: Wasn't it snapped? No, it didn't or was snap. It just completely
2: bent. You know, like yeah, 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 yeah. the chrome pipe just went bang. And I'm, you know, I, I hurt my elbow and whatever. But I'm looking at the headlight with the handlebar looking the same, the same direction. And cutting a long story short roger says my mate around the corner is a bike guy and he's got you know bloody welding gear and whatever Bike stuff yeah bikes i mean he came around this guy what did we take it to his john i can't remember and he's heating the thing up and he bent it around so that i could at least get it home even though it was wonky yeah. um and so that's the only time yeah, but on the way home, a massive fucking storm hit me <laughs> on the Hume Highway, and I'm talking... With a bent finger With a bent thing on I'm, Christmas. I'm talking all the way down the Hume, and it's just pissing on my boots, my my, my bloody blundstones were just absolutely full of water, and I just thought, what a fucking Christmas. I won't forget this one in a hurry. So yeah, well, listen, you want, nipped up there for the day and then came back? Yeah, I just went up there just to fucking cool off, and, you know, it was just a... I don't know what happened, but it was just a bad. Oh I man, fuck that was Don't, don't yeah. talk like that, like as if we fucking blew all the time. Tom, thinks. <laughs> 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 I I'm, I'm backing up a bit here. He yeah, said, yeah, oh, yeah. when weren't we <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't like
0: that. No, it wasn't like that at all. It wasn't. This isn't a counselling session. I just meant like, yeah. I mean, there was a bit of blowing on Christmas. Yeah,
1: because we were always getting but out Christmas, of Christmas. Christmas can bring blues. Blue. Christmas yeah, yeah, can yeah, yeah, bring time.
0: blues, man. Yeah. Like you got to get out of the house to get some. We're always going up to Sydney from Bow to get well, to the yeah, fucking. What about Miguel with our cousins
2: and
1: stuff? I mean, they go at it.
0: Oh, fuck yeah! don't Your worry. We're, we're it's not everyone full of piss.
1: Yeah. And families don't get, catch up that often, at least in no. my experience. No, no, So no, when Christmas.
0: they do... A blues... Speaking a blues of family part course, of the course, I
2: reckon. Speaking of family, just before I came over
3: here,
2: mm. I saw an ad for a TV show. It was on Channel 9, so it had my favourite fucking voice doing it. You know the block yeah, yeah. the most exciting reveal ever <laughs> the other night t- the day, tom <laughs> rang me and he, i was laughing he said what are you laughing at i said i just made myself laugh doing my impersonation of the, <laughs> 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 the channel nine guy who's an old." <laughs> <giggling laughs> I, like, I, I was amusing myself his name's steve Britton. i i always tell him that i invented him because he was a, <laughs> he was a jock from perth and he came over to Uh, Sydney and we were doing lots of ads for record companies and I needed an alternative voice so I started working with Steve Brittney had that fucking voice anyway Channel 9 and I I had just done the longest ever that I've ever done the block the most exciting reveal ever And I amazed myself at how long I was able to hang on to it. And I started
3: laughing. Onto the ever, ever. Yeah, right.
2: And I just really hung on to it. And I just made myself laugh. (laughs) When (laughs) Tom Ring says, What are you doing? I said, I just made myself laugh doing the Channel Ingram. Anyway, he's all over the fucking block at the moment. It's just the most exciting backyard reveals ever. (laughs) Anyway, he's doing this fucking ad for. Over the years, people have always talked about and comedians have made jokes about you don't want to think about your parents rooting. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like no, it's like, you know, no. people have made jokes about oh, don't want to yeah. there's a fucking show oh. that Kate Langbrook's doing. Can't remember Dior, do you, do you know what it known, is? Though. Kate Langbrook, Channel Nine. It's it's something like it's Mum kids, and Dad, like kids putting their parents up for this show yeah. and then sitting back watching on TV, dad's hooking up with, you know, so someone's put their mum up, someone's put uh, their mum up, someone's put their dad up, and then all these people are mixing and matching trying to find the one. The one. My mum, yeah. your dad. Jesus oh, Christ. But my mum, your. My, my, my,
0: my, my, How's he spinning that one? Oh, seriously, you know, the, <laughs> the most, greatest root yeah, ever. Exactly. Fossil fucking. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, can these wrinklies get a root? Um, I just thought, what a fucking show. I mean, I suppose these days, anything will fuck, anything yeah, there's will There's no limit. So the fact that you know, people are always going, oh, no, you don't want to think about your mum and dad. Ooh. Um, now they're making a fucking TV show and people are going, oh, all these girls are just going, oh,
3: ah, ooh,
2: no. It's like 50 Shades of Grey. Oh, oh, fucking hell, seriously. Hasn't
1: television stupid. It's completely on. Like it's It's just, gone off the fucking rails. Oh, I mean, that's a
2: very, that's a very Channel Ten type show. That one. Mm. Well, Channel Ten love that sort of yes. shit. Yes. There's
1: plenty of Channel Ten in Channel Nine now. Yes. Yeah. Plenty exactly. Of us. Oh, exactly. No, there yeah. is. Have you, like, if you got 60 Minutes late recently, it's basically 60 it's a Current is, affair. Yeah, it's a current affair yeah. on Sundays. Yeah. With a little bit more
0: effort. Yeah. But not much. More. Not a shitload.
2: Say to people, can you grab the camera and look angry? <laughs> what,
0: what are yeah. you doing, mate? <laughs> 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 Were you from Current affair, Are you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, that bl- what was his name? Britain. Um, this bloke from yes, Perth, Steve Britain. Steve Britton. Is he? Because you used to do that in the old, yeah. like, the old fucking wild water sports. He took over tapes. from Gibbo,
2: right? When right. Gibbo was hosting wild water sports, and then he moved to Ten, I think. He moved to Ten to go and do the Olympics. Yep. But for years, you know, today on the show, you know, that was that was yeah, Gibbo with her. that sing song voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they changed it when. Who took over Max and Ken, Max Walker and Kenny Suckliffe, yeah. and that's when Steve became the Channel 9 guy. And today, on the wide world of sports, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's been
0: fucking there for ages. And he has been. And, um, is he a dwarf? I know, is he? No, Steve is there a funny. dwarf one? I know it sounds, yeah, you no, know, there is. Lofty, like, there is. Lofties, okay. this, uh,
2: uh, Lofty Fulton, I think his name is. He's got a. He's a he's dwarf and... Is dwarf uh, the
0: correct nomenclature? Forgive me if it's not... Oh, well, he's a small person. A small person.
2: Um, vertically challenged. Yes. And a uh, nice guy. I've met him over the years. And, but he's got this unbelievable voice for... You know, people find it weird coming out of a little well,
0: bit. Well, yeah, I mean, it's... You know. Steve Britton
2: was always very rotund. Uh, long hair, um, looked like he had a hangover. Um, and the strange thing is, he lives in Sydney... Mm. I started working with him in nineteen eighty-ish, eighty-three. Haven't fucking seen him anywhere since. I? I've, anywhere. Been, I've been over to Channel Nine. I've been in the studios at Channel Nine. I've done just never run into him. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I notice that he does. the only. Commercials he does of her, Nick Scarley, <laughs> yeah. oh, and he? so Nick Scully, they put all their fucking ads in Channel Nine news, mm. yeah. so that you get all the promos, and the promos go into Nick Scarley leather. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, speaking of bikes too, Steve was a Harley rider. Yeah. Came off his Harley going down uh, New South Head Road into Double Bay. Mm. Uh, some taxi pulled out in front of him. He went over the handlebars. <laughs> one of the gauges took a core sample out of his guts. Oh. He, had, he, had, oh. he had a pretty portly stomach. Oh, he, and he, he, like he's, he's impaled himself on one of the gauges. Mm. So when Roger and I went to see him in hospital, he's lying there <laughs> just loving the drugs, I think, and he had this big bandage across his substantial guts. He said, How are you feeling? He said, Oh, i have a look. And it was like he pulls back this bandage. It was like someone had taken an eye fillet out of his fucking guts.
1: <laughs> oh my god. It was god. just
2: they were, they were letting it heal, but it was seriously. Oh. You know, like a good fucking fat eye fillet. Yeah. yeah. Round
1: and about two inches yeah. deep. So you know you knew him well enough to go check on him
0: after he yeah, a... yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we were working with him a lot. Yeah, we we're doing lots of ads back in my advertising days. was
0: I um, fillet. Because I always get, I was saying this is I fillet the schlong that we used to have. When yes, we were,
2: you, you cut them into.
0: Eye okay, fillets, so you yeah. cut schlongs into what? Yes. In so I uh, fillet. That was the name of it. I fillet comes
2: off the schlong. Okay. A schlong is a whole I fillet. Okay. <laughs> and right. they come in various sizes, like <laughs> no schlongs. Um, <laughs> like all schlongs. Like all
0: schlongs. But there was a family friend of ours who was like had been around us, and we just referred to it as schlongs. So it looked like a fucking. You were talk, talking about that the other day. Yeah, yeah. But then. Found a friend of, Devon. of ours like uh, Gaynor was. She'd obviously just like heard us talking about it, so she went to the butcher and <laughs> just through like second nature, nature, didn't mean to. She's like, "I'll just get a schlong as well, thanks." And the butcher's like, "Excuse me, madam, you'll I think get no, it what? was
2: in fact it was. I need a couple of schlongs. i have got some people coming around." <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Um oh, God. Yeah, because we just just became you know like you, you said mamunga, you know like yes. Just, if it was Fiji and stingy, you always uh, alert the listener. Who doesn't know what... Well,
1: you is? know, it's a cultural That's show right.
0: as much as anything else.
1: Well, you've, you've, you've mentioned have before. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But you it's just, you, you know, roll that really out It rolls to off to the time. tongue exactly. so well, Mamongo. It does. Works.
1: It does.
2: And Which, schlongs are just like, you know, getting a couple of schlongs and putting them on the barbie. I mean, it's just, it's just a big eye fillet. You can get them in, a, in the butcher shop, that you, uh, sorry, in the supermarket. They're usually, you know, fairly small. But if you go to a butcher, you can get a schlong... You know, probably eighteen inches long. <laughs> um, you know. Probably too much
0: long. Well, yeah. listen. well, I'm
2: talking, about, and I'm talking about you know fairly sort of you know, five or six inches across at the at the front, and then it tapers off to beautiful. I mean, you can't fuck up a shlong. No, you know that's the thing. That's what I was really? saying. Yeah, a child. yeah,
0: but it's about how like I'm not a, a I'm not a real cook guy, so I don't know how. No, to... but
2: you love putting shit on your steak. You like to put you know mustards and yeah. you know stuff. So if you're going to put a, that sort of stuff on. You can't fuck up a an eye fillet, um, you know. Even if you overdo it, it's still going to be tender. Um,
0: In the, this motherfucker is up my ass every time I'm trying to cook, and he's he he rings ass. me and
2: says, "Now,
1: what's what's this?
0: No, sc- yeah, we we both steak I avoid
2: what's
1: scotch fillet. We hate? well that's well overrated. Yeah, well uh, we hate scotch fillet. Scotch don't fillets, don't scotch fillet, overrated. Yeah. Overrated. Oh, because I always fucking forget, and that's we've caught him. Maybe we've cut, called you. I've called at you at least, least twice. At least and twice. And then the,
0: there's another time where we had lunch the other day, um, and we were with some people, so it wasn't appropriate for us to jump on the blower. But you looked at me, and I looked at you, and we were like, you, "Yeah." And you went the octopus the for that reason. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> "Fuck it," because we. I I just I just I, for some reason yeah.
1: I I retain a lot of things to memory. I can't. And I, that's this, the I, one thing I I can't because I feel it. like I know I've got a safety net. Like,
0: yeah, we'll I know that Bill, I can call Bill. Out. What's the steak we ate, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> What's the steak we ate? It's always
1: at King's. You go, fucking <laughs> call Bill. Which one do yeah. we <laughs> ate again? <laughs> what did you be having, sir? Hang on a sec. It won't be long. I just got to call my dad.
3: just call my
2: dad. <laughs> <just> tell, me <laughs> <what I'm, laughs> tell me what I'm having.
0: <laughs> but you were talking about the... Obviously, we've got a couple of bike yarns there about that dude that took a fucking eye, fill it out of his gut. Yeah. But you've had a... You came off... It's funny, I do, I don't remember it. I remember you in casts, but I don't really remember like the day it happened or anything like that when you dad got into like fitness and he was, you know, but you actually were fit. Like you you and Will have both been much fitter than I've ever been in my life. Like he actually was like, had a good body. Oh really?
2: Well, yeah, I used to, yeah, you know, do like you a know, relic weights, do weights and and ride. You used to ride up to the
0: gym. Didn't and have back. like a six pack or anything there, did you? I've no, never seen sixy, six but yeah, but still though, like a nice six pack. Not in our family. No, well, Will had it once. Yeah, I d- I've seen Will with one, but that's it. That's as close as we've yeah. gotten. But Dad was riding a pushy around yeah. and up the
2: mountain, up Mount Gibraltar, and back again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah.
0: You rode up the mountain. Yeah, up did the you have m- gears? I assume. Yeah. Yeah, it was a proper bike. It doesn't matter. No, I'm not taking anything no, away, but, I'd, I'd but I mean, ride from you home, know. you know, through Barrel, through Baraday,
2: through Barrel, up Mount Gibraltar, around there and back again. It was a good ride. It was a great ride. But you're gonna remind me yeah. of this fucking another frozen moment day. <laughs> um, we were gonna to go to Capri in Italy. We had worked out that Lufthansa were gonna give us the best
0: flight. Was I going? Flight. I don't think I was going. I can't remember.
2: Honestly, I can't, I can't really remember, young. but I know that it was a, a big deal because our friends, the Opensers, were over there. We were going to go and visit them in Carpree and they had a place for us to stay and all that shit. So we'd finally found the flight we were going to take and Annabelle was going to book it. And I'm <laughs> going out on my ride and I'm riding down the short road that led to our house. It was a short, one of those barrel roads that's not well maintained. Mm craggy edges and whatever, and unfortunately, a lot of the uh, refuse, small stones or whatever, get thrown into the middle of the road. Yep. That's just happened <laughs> where I was riding when the next-door neighbour pops out from behind a tree. I sort of saw him last minute, and he gives me the wave. And I've taken my hand off to give him the fucking wave back, so I've got one hand on the handlebars, just in the middle of this flea trail of gravel, and the fucking thing just... Handlebars went snap. I went straight over the top and broke both wrists. Both. Both fucking wrists. In the next couple of months, I'm walking around with two hands in plaster and realised that I had no pincer movement for important tasks, (laughs) getting back to bodily functions. (laughs) I couldn't fucking, you know... Do anything? Wipe it. Didn't
0: mum... Wasn't mum initially... Could you hold it? No,
2: mum said... Could you hold it? Mum said, look, I don't know how you're going to fix this, but I'm not fucking doing it. Get your mum to come down. (laughs) (laughs) Did mum come down? No, I've gone to the doctor, explained my problem, and he said... um, uh, the one that was mainly down near the thumb, the wrist break, he had to leave that one, but he gave me – he was able to cut a bit out <laughs> a bit out between the forefinger and the thumb and give me that all-important pincer movement. Only problem was it was my left hand, which is not the wiping hand.
0: Not your dominant hand. Not the dominant Dominant hand, wiping hand. Do you wipe left or right? I'm left. You wipe I'm left, left hand dominant. Well, because you are left-handed, but I was curious to know, because you're all over the map. Well, maybe I throw right-handed, but I wipe left-handed. I'm
2: surprised you don't mix it up. You have so many Tommies (laughs) you (laughs) want to go.
0: You could wipe anti-dextrous. Yeah, Yeah, no, I could. I might go right-hand from the front. (laughs) Yeah,
2: and then you might think, I'm going to fold today and scrunch tomorrow, you know? (laughs) Um, Anyway, so these fucking plasters go sort of up to the, almost up to the elbow, and I can't... You know, even though I've got a bit of pincer movement, I'm not able to reach behind and kind of do the deed properly, you know, white mask properly. So, in the end, I had to go for some tongs. I had to go... I had to get some wooden tongs out of the kitchen drawer... And I had to go in and that practice. That wouldn't have been
1: effective.
2: I had to practice doing it girly style, right? You know, between the legs. I wasn't able to reach you around. You So here I am practicing. I'm folding up the paper, grabbing it with the tongs. And I never forget Annabelle's face when I got the plaster off. I said, "Go put these tongs back." <laughs> <laughs> no, because she never knew when I was fucking joking or serious. <laughs>
3: no, no, yeah, you can. Yeah, I'm gonna can get going to put these tongs back
2: um so that was a shocker like blew the trip overseas out uh
1: you know i was just fucked for was the neighbor a couple of months. was the neighbor in hysterics should he come get yeah, no, um he he, he
0: no, like did you know they were broken or were oh you just, like, they were hurt? they
2: swelled up straight away okay uh, I had to quickly because I rode with, you know, the little Did group. you get
0: back on a ride the, all the way? Like, were you embarrassed? you like, that would have, you know, were you embarrassed in that moment or were you like in so much pain that it was Yeah, wasn't and I was in pain.
2: Could... I had to quickly get the gloves off because I wore the groovy little fingerless <laughs> yeah, gloves. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're groovy, yeah. Um, they look good with the short shorts. Yeah, yes. that's his short shorts. And so I had to quickly get the gloves off because they both started just swelling up. And um, no, I walked back, you know like sad face and like because everything goes in my head like fuck you know what, what am i going to be on the lying on the beach in capri you know while everyone's swimming and i'm sitting there you know <laughs> miserable Heads with up. my fucking you know with bloody garbage bags wrapped around my wrists did you go to did you go to capri no no nah. uh, you know holiday canceled yeah. oh holiday cancelled. oh yeah holiday canceled annabelle you know just wanted to kill me i think <laughs>
0: yeah um well that
2: makes so, sense. so no, you've got a
0: history of bike dramas. Yeah,
2: very. Yeah, well, exactly. But that's the only time I've ever fallen off a pushy.
0: Was that the last time you rode a
2: pushy? <sighs> Can't remember whether I got back on. Um, I don't remember you riding much after no. that. Well, maybe I didn't. Gave it away. Maybe I sort of took the approach
1: of fuck you, pushy. <laughs> um, Every time you see a pushy, does it sort of does it come back?
0: No, 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 no. You've seen, yeah, you've no. he's PCSD. worked through the trauma. He's right, so. worked through trauma. Yeah. Um, I hate
2: she's like everyone
0: have you um you was, <laughs> I, uh, I don't even know if i've if i would know the answer to this but you're talking about how shit tv is did you ever write tv shows did you ever have any ideas did you have an idea for a movie or something once or is that uh yes made that up
2: we two friends of mine um paul goodwin and paul mortimer back in late 80s we went a long way down the track of a doco on the melbourne cup really and, um, and yeah, we spent, because we all had jobs, mm. uh, but we'd get together sort of, you know, once we'd all finished, like 5.30, 6 o'clock, have a few beers and a couple of, what do you call it, vegan, vegan cigarettes. Vegan cigarettes. Um, <laughs> and Paul was the main writer. But we'd, we'd kick around ideas and had all these fucking reference books about, you know, Archer, the first winner, who walked from fucking Nara down to Melbourne and all that. So all ab- serious. All about
0: Oh, yeah, serious. Did you give a shit about horse racing? Or yeah. was it like, was it the, like, yeah. what was the no, in.
2: Well, I was, I, was, I was a gambler. I wasn't a punter. Mm. So the excitement for me was having, you know, 10 each way on something that's 15, 20 to 1. Yeah. Not backing a 2 to 1 favourite. No,
0: you've passed that on to your son.
2: Yes. Um, Valuable. So <clears throat> we would sit and work out so sort of what the next chapter, should, next scene should be. And then Paul Mortimer, who was a very good writer, Went away and wrote the actual words, and we were looking at Jack Thompson, uh, Brian Brown, you know, like some uh,
0: big name, big, big, big name
2: Aussie up. to present it. And so we sent a limo down uh, to Brian's place. We spoke to his agent, said you know I've got this idea, want to yeah. know if he's interested, and we'd, we'll send a limo down to pick him up and bring him over to the office. Is this when limos were like limos? Or limos? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, when limos yeah. were.
0: They've gone off limos are a big deal. Limos aren't a big deal anymore, but limo, like, no. I which uh, is limos
2: were a big deal. Brian was a big deal, and we <laughs> wanted to know whether whether he'd do it.
0: I like sent a limo and well, because good.
2: that was it was
0: class. No, that is. Oh yeah, it was a bottle of champagne well, and a stripper we, in But there. the thing
2: is, if you if you're three fucking nuff nuffs trying to get a, a you know a proper
0: yeah, doco, you got to you got to,
2: and it was a doco that included a lot of sort of reenactments too. It wasn't just someone talking and old footage. We we're going to do some sort of reenactments of. Famous Moments. backstories, things yep. that really happened. Mm. So Brian um, came around, and Paul's studio was actually in his in his house, so it was like you know studio, and then there was the lounge room. And Brian came in, I and mean, he's always been a good guy. I've got to know him over the years since then, but he probably wouldn't even remember this. So he came in. He wanted some <laughs> a cup of tea and some peanut butter toast. <laughs> <laughs> I just never forget. It just seems weird, just a, you know. <laughs> well, have yeah, sent the, <laughs> well, the limo. He didn't have time for brekkie or something. I anyway. he said, hey, yeah, I a cup of tea and got any peanut butter <laughs> <laughs> Um But uh, I can't honestly tell you why it didn't get up and running. I did speak to Paul Mortimer, the, the main writer, uh, recently, and I said, you know, I can't remember why that thing faded away. Mm-hmm. Um but it's still it was still a, a great
0: a a great story because there were so many
2: stories about the Melbourne Cup, mm. you know, so many fucking yarns.
0: Which uh, we are we are recording the day before the Melbourne Cup, just in case anyone is listening. <laughs> oh,
2: are we? We're all allowed to tell that,
0: are we? Well, it doesn't matter. People can know. Who yeah, gives it a fuck? Yeah.
2: Um, yes, we are. We're recording the day before
0: the Melbourne Cup, and um, um, was that a, like a? How do you like? It's like financing shit like that in those times. Where where were you at in your like? Brian Career would have been then.
2: a big selling point for us to raise the money.
0: But were you already working for EMI mm-hmm. record company? Okay, so you were at least in the world. No, sorry.
2: Yeah, I had I had my
0: company. So you'd already done Australiana. Yeah. Okay,
2: right. So you'd already done. Some yeah, so I yeah yeah I'd done Australiana and um, maybe maybe the first fourth man record. I can't remember. But you know, Paul worked for an advertising agency. Paul Mortimer and Paul Goodwin was a very successful radio producer. Mm-hmm. And um, they were punters. I was a gambler. They were punters, and just looking at research books on the Melbourne Cup, there were so many fucking unbelievable things that happened mm. through the years from jockeys and horse stories and tragedies and whatever. So um, it's still a great it's still a great idea. Can't as I said, I can't remember why it, it fell apart. But we if we had Brian on board, that would have helped us go and get the money to do it
0: yes um but i would have almost thought part of you being involved in it at that stage if you were already doing the if you're already the 12th man wouldn't that have or it's because it's so far removed from well yeah. it's not so far removed <coughs> but it's like
2: i oh, wasn't shit. very high profile i mean australiana i was a writer not a performer yeah and right. the 12th man first 12th man record i mean i as you know uh, only do the minimal amount of publicity <laughs> yeah you know, like I don't do anything like you know all the TV shows that most people do. No. You know, like going on the Today shows and all that sort of stuff. I mean, I've done those things, but I just don't the do project. anywhere. I just don't do anywhere near. I do the minimal amount of publicity. Yeah. And the good thing that worked for me was word of mouth. Punters telling their mates. Yep. You got to have a listen to this.
0: Pun yes. Punter power. Punter power. Punt Original. Of power. Leave a light on. Power. Original punter power. Punt of power. <laughs> was it? A, you're a shy guy generally, which I I think I would like. In the, like, you know, I feel like most people, like, are sort of shocked by that shit sometimes when they hear about it. Like, but in a, pub, Watch it. like, like you know, because you're funny and you're, uh, like, I guess outgoing presenting, but also, like, you know, you don't like to necessarily. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, a lot of people can't public. believe
2: that I don't like sort of doing, you know, public performance and stuff, you know. Yeah. Because they think. Because you tried stand up
0: comedy, didn't you? Once? Did you no. say you did it? Oh, I thought you never did it. No. I thought you said you did it once. No, and you what I did was it.
2: instead of, if I do. on november the 12th i'm coming out of retirement and i'm going down to be the well they call it a guest speaker but the point i was going to make is that i'm never the guest speaker i i get interviewed Mm. because that works better for me i don't want to get up and make a speech yeah i don't like it um i don't particularly like doing the q a thing uh either but jimmy barnes rings me and for some reason He's just a hard guy to say no to. I don't know why. Because uh, I haven't done any you know, speaking roles or whatever for ages. He said, listen, you know, my gardener, my, my builder, he's, uh, he's the secretary of the uh, Robertson Cricket Club. <laughs> They're having their 50th anniversary. And Jimmy said, oh, I thought they wanted me to come and sing a fucking song. But uh, he said, you know Billy, don't, <laughs> don't you? And he said, yeah, do you reckon you can get him to... So... <laughs> A guy rings me yeah, and I just, so I've committed, I've committed on November 12th, I'm going back to the Highlands, coming out of retirement and I'm going to be the guest speaker slash interviewee uh. at the Robbo, Robertson Bowling Club, oh, for good. their 50th anniversary gala event. Gala event. <laughs> so... Um, why was I telling you that? Yeah, because well, I don't like that life, stuff. You know, yeah, I don't st- like that stuff. I've yeah. never liked it. People think they like, listen to my records and they think he's just fucking silly as a cut snake. This guy, you know, you think you'd love to get up on stage and be stupid, but
1: mm. I've always not like that. What are you gonna What are you gonna do at the Robo Bowling Club for the 15th? <clears throat> well, have you got anything prepared? No,
2: I mean I've done it before. This type of stuff. What's worrying me? I said to the guy. I bet you there's a shitload of young guys who don't have a fucking clue who I am. <laughs> they barely know Richie benno And he said, Oh no, no, we got lots of I reckon of- you'd be surprised. Well he said we've got lots of older members and stuff. And I said, Well, don't sell me a fucking dummy here and go down and you know, I'm dropping into Richie's voice and whatever, and he's got to go,
1: why is he doing that squeaky voice? <laughs> That's not Mark Howard. I, yeah. I, I do wonder where it would where the cutoff would well, I know.
0: Like well, certainly
1: I- five years <laughs> below me, which is what, twenty six. is still good. Yeah, like you'll... Maybe, you're, maybe you're
0: 1920, maybe. Your last album was when I was in year 12. So it was 2007. Yeah. So, like, 2007, <laughs> five years below us would be, what, like they're finishing in, what, 2012? 13, well, 30, 12, 12 for you, 13 for yeah. me.
1: I'm like, I reckon, <clears throat> maybe maybe not 19, 20-year-olds, but anything above that. 25 and up, you're sweet, I think. Look, I just, you know, I'm committed now. i just got to fucking go down there and just
2: crap on about... How the fuck does a guy make a living for 30 years doing this shit, you know? I mean it's I am, as Tom I've said it, I'm enormously proud of the fact that somebody doing stuff as stupid as me,
3: mm.
2: you know, like taking the piss out of a sports coverage can have seven consecutive number one albums on the ARIA charts up there with Midnight Oils, Cold Chisel, Kylie, Bono, U2, fucking, I mean, where else in the world would that happen? It's nowhere. It's fucking ridiculous. It, is. it is. so good. It is. And Are you the only not, <clears throat> one that's had all number ones? Uh, the only Australian artist? I'm the only one who had consecutive until, and I used to tease Jimmy with it, Barnes, <laughs> Because the most number ones for years was Farnham, Barnes and me. Yeah. And uh, those guys, of course, were going to keep going, whereas I was, you know. And <laughs> I used to say to Jim, um, you know, mine were seven consecutive, like every album I've done. Mm. And he had a couple in the middle of his career that but, is- that didn't go to number one. <laughs> yeah. And I just said, you know, if you only he only hadn't fucked up in those middle years, you know, <laughs> didn't put enough in there. He didn't give it enough. Um... And we used to take the piss out of each other. So now those guys have I mean Jimmy certainly has surpassed I mean there's no but, ARIA charts anymore
0: now. It was downloads and all that sort of shit, you know. Yeah, so but you are the same. but I thought you were <coughs> the only person to go number one with everything that they'd released.
2: Yes. Yeah. I I which was pretty cool. For many years I was the only recording artist to have seven consecutive number one albums, mm. which just happened to be all the albums And I did. was
0: there a year where you were the highest selling album of the year? Yeah, I got like, the Aria. You beat, like oh, fucking. Meatloaf.
2: Meatloaf presented me with the <laughs> Oh you were number one in Australia. Yeah. But like yeah. that's
0: what fucking like the biggest bands in the country yeah, were winning yeah. are winning every I mean, year? The Aria. Are mm-hmm. you the only comedian
1: to ever do that? Yeah. Like I yeah. don't Yeah. But, no, but it's it was, just it's just
2: who would you know. be who
1: would be close to you in comedic terms, like on record sales? Rodney. Rodney me up there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Rodney sold a few. Kevin Buddy Wilson sold a few. Um, but not the sort of numbers that I did. And um, but it was just yeah, the one year, you know, like getting getting you know, uh, uh, you know most popular comedian or best com- comedy record or something was never such a big deal to me. Because I mean, often I would sell <laughs> triple platinum, mm. and they would give the award to John Clark or Mick Malloy and Tony Martin for their all it was was sketches from their radio show, mm. and they sold ten thousand records. Mm. And I've sold three hundred and fifty <laughs> <laughs> thousand. So and they but get, they wouldn't give and them. They, Why get, they get I they don't know because they up. just they just people. Um, John Clark, who who I loved, uh, he's passed away Who's now. Who's Clark
0: and Dor? Yeah, like Clark and Dor. Yeah, or?
2: they used to do those things at the end of the uh, ABC news.
0: Yes, and yep. sketches, they, yep.
2: and they were very clever. It made the industry feel uh, intelligent voting for John and right. Brian. Yeah, 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 You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yes. It was like, oh, yeah, Billy, yeah. want yeah. political comedy. Yeah, really yeah, nice. like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm politically aware. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to yeah, go for yeah. that. Like, really highbrow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, All that sort of stuff. There was, and I, I know that that was a fact, I know I all the muffins. As
0: you doing fucking yeah. Richie and Daphne Yeah, exactly. Richie, of, yeah. Uh, you know, Richie getting you know, a fucking r- load off.
2: Yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Richie rooting his wife and stuff. Any chance of that? Yeah. How about the middle stump of Ava, ah, <laughs> <Over.
3: laughs>
1: what so, what album did you get but, most sales uh, for?
2: Wide World of Sports two. I mean, love that band one. Band, that was the fucking uh, the the award that I want to win. I mean, fuck, best comedy album. Yeah. Uh, highest selling album of the year. You know, Crowded House, Kylie, fucking all these heavyweights, <laughs> so all these rock royalty, and um, Tina Arena, and I can't <laughs> remember anyway. So Meatloaf, the meat was uh may he rest a piece as well. And Wide World of Sports 2 was written in Roman
1: numerals. Yeah. How did you get Ken Sutcliffe to do it? Did you was he a friend? Uh I had met him, but I slipped him some dough.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah the easiest <laughs> way. Right, right, right. The just easiest guess. way. Um, the
2: male model from budgie. The model I just said it you know, was true sure I, I couldn't do his voice. It was just... Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was just, you know, because Kenny didn't call any games. He was just a presenter and he just had, a, just had a voice that I couldn't do. I mean, I ended up doing Eddie Maguire and sounded nothing like him, you know, because...
0: Even heels where you just had him kind of grumbling. Yeah, and yeah right heels. Just, yeah,
2: exactly. I just, you know, some voice. People forgive you the voice if the script's funny enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Meatloaf said, and the winner is Wired World of Sports 11. <laughs> <laughs> This guy's had a good run.
0: <laughs> so, um, meatloaf. but was that he, was, was, was he huge? Was like, in th- big? Yeah. He sort of fluctuated a bit. Yeah, like he, he did. A loaf.
2: He's a wanker, too.
0: Do you ever do you ever think back and go, fucking, how lucky was I that
1: you came up in like the zenith of CDs? Josh, fuck yeah. Like today, you're fucking oh, well, you fucking
2: can't. I've said it, you know, so
1: many times. Because you don't you know, do you, like, you don't like, like doing live, so It would have been no, hard to be Jimmy,
2: uh, Jimmy and uh, the NXS boys the oils you know we all had our uh you know the height out. of our careers when the cd was like and look at this great new little bit of technology fucking look at this you know and people thought it was so fucking cool that 29.95 mm. for a cd seemed reasonable mm. whereas in fact there was a lot of fat in that that retail price <laughs> I've heard for there everybody is, yeah you know for the artist and whatever yeah. and then and jimmy used to say yeah fucking bastard but man, you don't have to fucking divvy yours up amongst five fucking people <laughs> yeah, you fucking travel with a toothbrush um you because know, those guys all got fucking full you know, like everything you know, full uh, gear yeah. on the road and there's five guys and a manager i never had a manager no agent or anything so now we you know we've often talked about just the halcyon days of the CD being a new piece of technology, mm. and uh, you know the price people were paying for it, um, they were they were good days. <laughs> How'd the cassette go? I sold more cassettes than I did uh, records in the start. You know when it was when it was only on on LP and cassette. <laughs> um, I sold way more cassettes because blokes wanted to put it in their top pocket and take it round to their mate's place and whatever, such play it in weird, the car. Such
0: a weird... Oh, you'd
1: you'd walk around with
2: it, on you? Yeah,
1: no, yeah, well, but... Yeah,
0: well, exactly. like you're taking a yeah, yeah. To your mate's place, but, but, yeah. But,
1: but really, they yeah. they play
2: it in the car, away from the tender ears of mum and yeah. the kids. Yeah. And the number of kids whose first exposure to sort of, you know, high-quality swearing <laughs> uh, was, their, was their dad letting them listen to The Twelfth Man with a promise don't tell your mother, <laughs> you know, so they'd, they'd be 12 or 13 yeah. and dad sort of thinks, oh, they love their cricket and stuff, you know, And they know Richie Ben have a listen. So the kids, a lot of, a lot of kids have said to me, like the first, Fletch said to you, didn't he? He said, oh,
0: yeah, it was he said like, well, all my brothers,
2: they used to listen to this 12th man thing and I, I just love the swearing and I didn't appreciate the humour until I got a bit older. Well, that was
0: me when I was young and even now, like when I... I like we'll hear stuff back and i'm like holy fuck i didn't get the joke at all yeah. i just thought it was funny you were saying fuck or yeah you know.
2: people people young kids bought my records just to hear richie beno say "fuck."
0: yeah yeah <laughs> and
2: yeah. they admitted that
0: what was the one where you because didn't you have one where like that you weren't allowed you had to have like a a, a bleep side and then it
2: a... no i just did that because on a on a cassette um you could have Know, like a full length album on both sides so rather than and because my stuff was like a story wasn't like tracks mm-hmm. so i put the whole story on one side unexpurgated and then on the other side i put the edited version so you can play it to your grandma or people yeah. who and the funny thing about that was i and a lot of people still talk to me about it once you know, andrew g Who's now... From Channel V. Oh, shit. Andrew from Channel V. (laughs) He texted me that day, too. I hadn't spoken to him for yonks. Anyway, Andrew V from Channel G, or Andrew G from Channel V, remembered this. I took all of the swear words back in the days when, you you know, these days you can do it digitally, but we had to get it on fucking tape and literally razor blade out fuck shit lesos all the, thing, all the things that were in there and then and then you know, make the master make the master for the clean version yeah. and i said to paul can i can i have, well no, it was froggy actually is it a froggy can i have a listen to all of the um edited bits you know just like join them all up Yeah. and it was just shitting fuck fuck shitting piss lasers
3: it was just <laughs>
2: fucking just all these swear words and things that, in different inflections and yes, in different yeah exactly sort of all and um, so I, I thought you know people don't get up straight away to turn the cassette player off so i when the when the edited version finished the clean version with all the beeps in it i let the <laughs> let the tape run for about 25 seconds <laughs> and then i come in with The previous program originally contained material that some people may have found offensive. In order to maintain community standards, (laughs) the producers decided to remove (laughs) shit, piss, fucking load, (laughs) lesos, And it was just (laughs) this. People have gone to all the trouble of playing Grandma the Clean version. And then they're lying back, you know, what do you think of that? And then 20 seconds later you get this barrage. And guys have told me over the years that they learned the... Shitting, piss, load, fucking fucking oh, Like the whole yeah. thing. actually
1: learned
0: <laughs> the 30-second
1: swear words edited together.
0: Oh, that's fucking funny.
1: That's good stuff. That's good. I remember once hearing... I don't know if you told me or if Tom said that... Yeah, you were you were quite big in England, weren't you? But, but, oh, but, mate, they, but they've pirated you yeah, massively fuck over man. There? Oh, was Archie was just
0: in a cab over in London at the... Uh, like, when he was over there to watch Bam Bam and he was in a yeah. cab and the guy was like, oh, fucking, I want to come out to Australia and meet the 12th man. And he yeah. was like, fucking... I know him <laughs> yeah yeah
2: and he starts rattling off he all the bloody, Rattling off all, the, all stuff. the names and stuff that was great now listen when i did this little tour of the uk in 99 everyone every radio station yeah, I, I didn't know you know how much explanation i would have to give mm. to all these journos
1: um but would richie just for context would richie do stuff in the summer over there like were they
0: were they aware yeah. who he was yeah, he was there yeah. when i was there yeah yeah
2: that's when I met him. I saw him in the fucking, I was about to do Jonathan Agnew on the BBC mm. at the Oval, uh, my first interview. And um and there was Richie over behind a pot plant on the phone to someone. But everywhere I went, they all fucking knew who I was and all pulled out the fucking TDK cassette with handwritten 12th man on it. I was just absolutely blown away. Figuring, you know, if that's the media, what about all the cricket clubs and stuff that, Mm -hmm. you know, so... Were you on
0: sale over there?
2: Yeah, I went over, I did a special double album for the 99 World Cup. And unfortunately, the 99 World Cup was such a fucking big deal in the UK that every man and his dog, including my record company, went on holidays. So there was just no record company support at all. Right. Right so there was no kind of point of sale let's let's you know put him on the fucking front counter with a little small display they stuck me down you know three floors down mm. with fucking monty python and all these other you know comedians yeah um so mine was like a timing thing you know like i was there for the world cup yeah. and i'm doing interviews and stuff you need to be, you need to have some point of sale you need to oh fuck, that's that guy we heard about so no from a pr point of view great tour um you know i didn't have to explain to anyone who the fuck i was or what i did mm. but from a sales point of view disaster
0: but all your albums are they all available over there like just generally speaking no none of them so none of them were over you there know. they're just it was all they're like, all, they they're all, and all guys, burnt.
2: guys coming out for schoolboy tours they'd fucking buy some copies what? take them home make copies for their mates journos saying to me mate. Fucking loved it. Actually, one night I sat up and made a hundred copies. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, they're telling me as if I want to hear this. You know, would oh, they thanks, sell right? it? Huh?
1: Would they make the copies and sell them? No, just, just
0: give it just to friends. <laughs> like, it's almost worse. Somehow. Just give
2: it
1: to people. You
2: know, so it was like,
1: they think you want to hear that?
2: Oh, you did you just sit up and do a hundred copies? Thanks, mate. <laughs> Where's my <laughs> invoice book? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I reckon, I mean the population of the UK was about sixty-two million, I reckon my bootleg audience in the UK would have been more than my genuine audience in Australia.
0: Isn't that crazy? What's the do you have any idea as to why would you were you aware that anyone gave a fuck in England firstly but also like as a record company would they be like we should be trying to sell this overseas like is no, there the, ever an opportunity to do all The boss of, the of my of record it? company in
2: Australia was a pom and he liked my stuff. He really liked it and he said uh you know, I'll send you over there. He picked up my fucking flight and hotel bill and whatever, but he was working in Australia, so he really didn't have a lot of control over the fuckwits at EMI UK. Right. Who just, they just like summer, you know, they went on fucking holidays and just left me hanging.
0: Yeah, okay. So,
2: I mean, yeah, you know, the meeting Richie Benno on the first day that I arrived was great because it gave me an anecdote for the whole three-week tour. Because <laughs> um, I'm... Wait, i did a few interviews in london uh the first one being at the oval with jonathan agnew and that was the day you know i'm waiting for him and there's both of them and viv richards and boycott and all these people walking around and i was a bit nervous few heavies and then you know there's richie i just you know, had that voice yeah all right love oh right, well i'll see you then <laughs> and i'm thinking is that someone doing me or is that fucking richie and it was there he was behind a tree on the phone <laughs> And I'd never seen him fucking head to toe. I don't how long have you been him. doing
0: it for at this point? Nine, did you say 99? 99. Fucking hell, and you have never, never seen never him? Never. never met him, never. So what's that, 20 years?
2: Started in 84,
0: so that's 16 years. years.
2: Yeah. Um, and I'd never seen him from head to toe. I'd only ever seen him from the waist up. <laughs> how, was, know, he, was he Sitting tall? in the was uh, he, was CCP, his, the Central company. How big company. was he? <laughs> uh, taller than I thought. Um, and uh, had glasses on. For some reason the mobile phone looked like a foreign implement in his hands <laughs> and uh and so he starts walking back to wherever the fuck he was going and i've said to my pr guy fuck, there's richie uh. oh, i said you're gonna say good day? i said i would never met him he said he did a head snap what you've been doing this for 16 never met him i said no i'd spoken to him on the phone and he said isn't that
1: wild 16 yeah,
2: years i never ages. met him but i spoke because i sent him Copies of the record, you know, attack being the best form of defence, and sent him platinum records, invited him to piss ups and stuff that he was mm. Um And uh, so, and he, he said, he, this guy said, you haven't met him, you haven't, you're going to say something? I said, I have to.
3: Mm.
2: I just jumped in front of him and said, Richie, <laughs> <laughs> some things you can't put off forever, mate. It'll be Birmingham, here you go. And uh, he, Basically, I ha- had my hand and stayed on the move.
0: I know. It
2: was almost moonwalking away from me, <laughs> yeah. uh, thinking, well, I've got to be polite here, but really if I stop, it means we're going to chit-chat. Mm. Uh, and I don't really want to do that. <laughs> Either that or he genuinely had to get back to the uh, CCP. Yeah.
1: Well, he uh, may have. He may have, Do you exactly. have the, you have the I, bone on?
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Uh, He did have a bone on after he met me, that's for sure. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, So he was sort of, you know, moonwalking away from me and said, oh, Billy, uh, what a strange place to be uh, seeing you, Uh, which, of course, it was. And I said, yeah, yeah. Uh, He said, what are you doing over here? And I said, well, I'm (laughs) sorry. I'm here to spread the word (laughs) 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 So taking the mickey out of you guys. Oh. Um, And then it was one of those struggling, he was struggling to think of it, he said, I think we were supposed to meet on a golf course some time in the past. And I had no idea what he's talking about. I said, oh, I'd love to have a hit with you one day. Well, uh, from what I hear, uh, you'd be uh, much better than me or some reference to me being a good golfer. Again, I'm fucked if I know where he got that from. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) off he went. And um, so that was my first interview in the UK. And then I was about to do a couple more interviews in London, fly to Edinburgh because Scotland were... In the World Cup for the first time ever, mm. uh, didn't have a sponsor, and I offered them twenty-five thousand pounds to have the twelfth man emblazoned. Oh, really? Across their jersey. I've heard that. And one. I still have one of my treasured possessions: the letter from the Scottish Cricket Board, <laughs> politely saying we don't think it's we don't think it's the right way to get the young people into the game.
0: Fuck you, well, idiots! That's, that's well, the perfect yeah, way. Yeah, that's exactly the Absolutely way. Absolutely fucking perfect. He's also got just in terms of like price possessions. Is it? Do you have your folder of like great emails that you send where it's like you know? Yeah, the you know,
2: email hall of fame. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he's got an email. Hall I've of got fame. the email hall of fame.
2: Who's and, in the um, hall of fame? Who's in the half? hey eh? Who's, Who's in, in it? Oh, just record companies and stuff. People who fucked up. You know. <laughs> yeah. you know, from the depths of your abysmal ignorance, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Um, <laughs> um, so, but you know, so I, you know, I lob into Edinburgh thinking, fuck, they don't, they're not a cricket town. They're in the World Cup for the first time, but sure enough, I'm going to fucking BBC Edinburgh.
3: Mm.
2: And this guy just says, well, we've been laughing at him for years, and now finally we can put a face to the name. And every one of them was just like a welcome mat, you know? Mm. They all knew who the fuck I was. And um, problem was trying to find something to play. Know so the people would Has get that some always idea. been a bit
0: of a diff- difficult thing where, like, you kind of it's well. I always
2: I always made CDs or tapes of edited versions, you know. So, surely, you needed to be able to convey cause, because my stuff's a story, it's not like yeah. there's jokes. So, I needed to carefully work out what little bits I could put together so that if some guy at BBC Edinburgh wants to play a bit, it'll give people some idea of what I'm about mm. without having fuck, shit, poop, and bum in there. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that doesn't hurt, does it? No. Do you do you look at like the the, the old brigade, like Rabs and Richie, obviously, like and you compare that to the commentators running around today? Is there anyone that you you look at and you go, I could take the piss out of them, or is it different now? Um, I was just
2: to have those, you know, Richie, Bill, Tony, like those Chipelli, three in particular, Chipelli, um, Yeah, those, those three in particular, but even Chipelli with that uh, kind of a monotone uh, thing. Uh, and uh well. Maxie Walker, I mean, Maxi, oh, Maxi, Maxi Walker Maxie just fine. like he had a big fucking smile at his doll the whole time. Yeah. And you know and they'd go they come back off a story, you know, a surfing story on Wide World of Sports, he go, Yes, you know, tired of living those fellas. Um, you know, he'd always have some fucking one line that he's worked out. But they, they were just manna from heaven, those guys. If you had a uh, penchant for taking the piss out of voices like I did, for those guys, I mean, yeah, Kerry Packer revolutionised the game of cricket, brought us all back to the game, coloured fucking uniforms, lights, different angles and, you know, play a comfort metre and all that sort of <laughs> sure shit. <I> know. <laughs> you know, booney with the... <laughs> It was one of my favourites. here. Yeah. We've got a different way of uh, doing the player comfort, gauging the player comfort this season. David Boone has been kind enough t- to come over and help me. Thank you, David. You're right, a- <laughs> Now, so, uh, David, if you wouldn't mind just loosening your strides for me while I slip the hand down and Feel the moisture content of that jock strap. <laughs> well, you can see it's very moist and sticky and damp down there. So what happens when we give it a little squeeze? <laughs> <Was> <laughs>
1: that, was the, were you
0: ripping off shit they did at the time? Like, um, not w- squeezing of balls. Obviously.
1: No, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm aware of that. I just found <laughs> but, the player comfort meter. But you, so fucking stupid. But was, there, yeah. but was there a player comfort meter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Fuck yeah. 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 yeah, that's one of the one of channel line's <laughs> first technical That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. yeah, one of channel line's first technical innovations. Like, you know, what can we do? Well, yeah, player comfort meter when you're out there. I'm thinking, yeah, tall, lanky Craig McDermott. Mm. Is going to be the Is same comfort? Is he going to be the same comfort as tubby little fucking David Boone? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no. So a player comfort meter, it's Burns such a subjective thing. rubbing together. Oh, like, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, a few spots and pimples of rashes around the genitalia <laughs> area. Simply
0: so so yeah. <laughs> spotty body rashes.
2: <laughs> spotty body rashes. So I just, you know, Tony would have all these gauges, you know, showing the player comfort and the, where the wind's coming from. And well, I just thought... You know, let's update the technology. We've got a totally new way of uh, gauging the player comfort this season, David Byrne. <laughs> and I just thought, you know, have him... And then I invented the scrotometer. The scrotometer with oh, when you the alligator. The alligator, clips.
3: <laughs> the alligator clips, they
2: just clip on to the uh, scrotum of the player. <laughs> and, yeah, a bit of blood there, but nothing to worry about. <laughs> and and uh, there's a rash detection centre. Beep, beep, beep. There it is going off now. And um, so I just kept taking the piss out of the, the player comfort meter. Uh, it was just another layer, not only the voices mm. and the names. I mean, I, the names, you know, back in the day, Pakistan... A lot of Australians were being introduced to Pakistan and Indian and Sri Lankan cricket players names for the first time unless you were a die-hard you know journalist mm. or a cricket fan mm. you didn't know Safraz, Nawaz and uh, you know Ijaz and all, most of their names ended in R's so that's when half a dozen Mars bars and Idra fast cars and, yeah. you know, and all that sort of shit and, and that's what I started doing so that was just you know the combination was do Richie and Bill and Tony and do their voices as best you can. Create the sound of Channel Nine's cricket coverage as best you can, with the crowd mm. uh, and you know ball hitting bat and all that sort of shit. Uh, do the silly names. Have the boys swearing their heads off as if it's the most natural thing to do. Mm. Well, the very <laughs> the very first thing was you know welcome to the MCG for this vitally important match, uh, and the mention you know, ahead it is World Series Cup between uh, Australia and Pakistan. Mm. Uh, A beautiful day for cricket here today although a mass of thick black clouds was hovering over the MCG just before the start of play, and then fuck me if they didn't just disappear. <laughs> yeah. so it was yeah. just like so. Everything, is, everything starts off the crowd and everything. Yeah. It just Typical sounds like fucking but yeah. exactly. <laughs> <mate>. <laughs> but people. People when they heard that first record, they thought they, which was great for me. They thought I was listening to Richie Beno. I had the original music, and then I created which was
0: free, right? Like wasn't that? Yeah, one, yeah it wasn't you know, it, was, it
2: was one of the library music. Yeah, it wasn't like somebody was library. To music. I had that. to pay the guy some royalties, but not not a shitload. So when people First heard the record, they thought, "Oh fuck!" I thought I'm listening to Richie Beno because everything was quite normal. Mm. You know the way Richie usually enters a game yep. sounded like the, the atmosphere sounded like a game. And then did Richie just say "fuck"? Um, so, but I um, I was thinking the other night, like what would Richie have would he have demanded that there's some kind of kitty warning. If you're going to have players like De Cock and Root and Head, I mean, you know, these are R-rated names. Uh, I know the players can't help it. Uh, it wasn't their fault they ended up with names like that. But uh, you know, he was caught by De Cock. I mean, not the sort of thing you want to hear
0: on a broadcast. When you did the first one, did you know it was good? No,
2: I had no fucking idea. I just saw it. You know, it's just because I used to do it sitting around the lounge room watching the cricket. With you know Philly Dima and like mates, and because we loved it, because we loved the new Packer presentation. I still say to this day, nothing you see on TV, T20 World Cups, fucking One Day Series, wouldn't have happened if Kerry Packer hadn't done what he did. Yeah. So we used to sit around going, "How fucking good is this?" You know, like no one had been watching cricket between 1970, when we left school, to '78, when it started. Mm. You know, it was just black and white coverage on the ABC, one camera locked off at one end isn't you that
0: know. bizarre it just really wasn't no must watch no. anything it wasn't
2: must watch at all tests and didn't really watch no. them no i mean you'd, you'd fucking hear it on the news yeah. and stuff but it was just and um so all of a sudden you know through a bit of hollywood that packer put into it we were all watching the game again and um so we'd sit around the laundry and i just said did anyone fucking know that richie benno had this kind of voice because <laughs> i certainly didn't
1: <laughs> um,
2: and you know we always we were sitting there laughing and then
1: his voice is fucking. Oh, just
2: it really is just you know one out of the box, and um, <laughs> I started doing him in the lounge room with just my mates. And walk back to because you know, he got twos. I just love the way he said two, and um, marvelous was his adjective of choice. And then you know, I started doing Tony Gregg because the South African accents always had a been interested because it sounds like they're making it up as they go along. It doesn't seem to have any rival reason. Um, and then, you know, Bill, Laurie, oh, God, he was just, everything was just, you know, fucking thing missed the outside edge of the what? bat by six. He's got him, yes. Oh, gee, that was close. And then, and then Bill had so this. So one-eyed. Oh, and he had this, oh, lots of luck. Yeah. He let a lot of loose deliveries down the leg side. He used to sort of swallow his L's, you know. And so there were all these, all these little nuances and things that, Everyone had, uh, you know, Bill just going off his face, and Victoria, of course, he just used to be so biased. Yeah, Shane on a big merv. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> get him up here, want to buff him, and um, and then uh, you know, Chipelli,
1: we just provided that. Who <laughs> who did you find the hardest to nail? Because you, I think your Tony changed quite a bit. Oh, I did. Tony changed. Did, the I, on the
2: first record, I used so much electronics on my voice to try and make it sound like him. And the other thing a lot of people don't realise is how different uh, they all sounded back in '78 compared to how they developed and right. sounded in the late '80s. Okay. I uh, mean Tony sounded like a, like Rabs when you hear old Rabs calls. You know, even he sounds you like,
0: and I, like you, like we said the, some family videos fucking updated, and you can hear you and Mum when we're younger, and you're like, oh, your voice has just yeah. fucking changed. Yeah. Like they just.
2: So, so Tony had a much more squashed voice, but <laughs> I hated the. Uh, first Tony Gregg I did on the first 12th man single in 84 uh, because I, I did so many electronic things to it to try and make it sound like him because um, all I had was the hard, fast, start, broad vowel, you know, mm. South African sounding things. I didn't actually have the tone of his voice. If you'll... tone of his voice. Um, <laughs> but thankfully, the way his voice changed in the 80s and 90s, made it easier to do because he got that cadence to his and he smashed that one very hard it's going straight out the boundary da 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 da, da, da and da, da 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 he had this sort of melody to everything the way he said <laughs> and uh so i found it yeah i found it easier to do him and of course i loved putting you know, Glenn McGraw really has mastered the art of fast bowling in the last year and a half. Nothing McGraw ever does, is half-hearted. And it's just, you just lace the script with everything. And it just, you know, it hides a multitude of sins. Like people just hear, you know, hard, fast, marvelous. And I think, fuck, he does, it. he sounds like Tony Drake, doesn't <laughs> he? Doesn't sound like he did like were, the-
1: were things like when you would talk about the Sri Lankans in their little blue uniforms, like, is that shit just random? Or is there like is there is there little elements of truth? No elements of truth.
2: Elements of truth. You know these little Sri Lankans. I mean Tony, who's (laughs) eight foot ten, was, um, you know, he used to he used to actually say
0: these little Sri Lankans they (laughs) really really are,
2: you know. And um, I mean these days, I mean you'd probably get fucking shouted down, wouldn't you, for calling him little Sri Lankans? Yes, probably. But he used to. They loved. I mean Tony used to crab on a bit about, you know. They're looking smart in their
3: <laughs> smart, <laughs> looking very smart
0: in their blue uniforms, and uh, I just—it's funny though, just hearing Eddie as well. Like he's like not a closet Twelfth Man fan, but I didn't realize how much of a Twelfth Man every time. I'm not closeted. Car, I'm no, no, not closeted in the it. sense he's out, like we have to sit there out and like there. fucking yarn about it ever. But like in your car, it's playing all the time, and then just hearing <laughs> you like <laughs> ask these questions, I'm like fuck, yeah. I don't even think about those things. But it's a good
2: And then I mean like that gave that. Produced that thing about talking about the uniforms looking very smart and their dark blue uniforms, and then the Aussies looking uh, very nice too in their canary yellow. And then Bill, canary yellow. (laughs) That's Australian gold, my friend, and don't you? I mean, it's just one of those, just a random line that the fucking Aussie public, Aussie public, just so many people in social media, canary yellow. That's Australian gold, my friend, and don't you fucking forget it. The other night, boys, the other night, just getting back to. Silly names, mm. being part of, because you know I couldn't do that. These days, the cancel culture would be fucking all over me like spots on a grandma. <laughs> if I just, if I just developed, if I just. Created the 12th man today, yeah. in 2022. Yeah. They'd be going, have you heard this fucking racist shit this but guy's But I think, you'd have
0: mu- uh, it's funny though, because you'd still have, I think, there'd be a vast, like, I think the majority of people would still like it, but the, the loudest people. Oh, yeah, would, yeah, yeah, yeah. There would
1: certainly that, be a, a small yeah. number of people with loud voices. Oh, absolutely.
0: Would be,
2: the, the, the woke would army would, would come out, and without thinking, is he saying anything about race or creed or culture, or is he just fucking around with words? It's actually just fucking around with words. But mm. we really should object to it anyway. Yes. Um, yeah, at the, um, when I was watching a game the other night, I mean, there was a guy playing called Hard Dick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Hard For Dick. Pakistan, I yeah. think. Arsh Deep. Yeah, these are Indians. But these <laughs> are, Indian, and people Indian. said, well, I get people texting me going, <laughs> did you make these fucking names up? And then, and then I was only paying, half paying attention to that same game mm. with Hard Dick and Arsh Deep. And then all of a sudden, I hear this guy say, Indian, one of the Indian commentators, he said, Shut up, Khan!
3: <laughs> and I
2: thought, What did he just fucking say? And I had a bloody wind back. The guy's name was Shut Up Khan, S H A D A P K H A N, Shut Up Khan. And I just thought, fucking hell, you know. It's <laughs> getting too easy. Oh, it's getting too easy. I don't know if he took a catch or did something. He said, Shut up, Khan! Oh fucking hell, man! You know you're in Australia. It doesn't mean you can. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you know, I thought of his brother, Sasha Khan. And, I mean, you're a Khan. I'm a Khan. A bunch of Khans. Um, but it was just—it was just one of those. It was already funny enough for me, thinking, mm. you know, getting texts from people going, "You heard these names, Hardik and Arshdeep, and whatever." And then, "Shut up, Khan!" Like, what did you just say? S H A D A P. Shut up, Khan. K H A N. Just hearing it in the background. you yell it out loud enough, it sounds all kinds oh of yeah. wrong. it huh?
1: sounds exactly like that.
0: Is there? Yeah. A, have you got a name that's one of my favourite names you've ever done? And it sounds almost like it's almost uh, almost like doing you a disservice because of how creative some of them are. But it was just it's like the most simple thing I've ever heard, and it was just Jim Shoes. Yeah, I know.
2: I know. You always you always told me Jim, <laughs> Jim <laughs> Shoes. Jim <laughs> Shoes. <laughs> it's was, was it was like that Rich is just <laughs> so <laughs> pure. It was it when Richie. What the fuck? Richie for. was berating. <laughs> He'd sent the boys. He'd sent the, you know, when when was it when I'd taken over. I can't yeah, I think it was when, I can't when Channel Nine had was. employed Billy Birmingham to do all six seven voices because their budgets were tight, and Richie of course and the boys were apoplectic. Oh, and the, 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 yeah, yeah, um, and their petition, the petition, and he sends them down <laughs> to Martin Place <laughs> to on a, you know to get a petition to have them reinstated. So you know he teams you know Tony and Bill up and. <laughs> Mark Nicholas and someone else. Oh,
1: shaggy of your life, <laughs> yeah, <they're> groovy <laughs>
2: baby. If you signed this, I was shaggy rotten, baby. Um, they, they called him shagging. Apparently, after that, did but they? anyway? Did they? Yeah. <laughs> um, But Good Lord. But the, the, the scene was that after <laughs> everyone in Martin Place just took the piss, you know, they all just fucking signed all these bullshit names, and Richie's going, you yeah. know. What the fuck are all these bloody names here? You know, didn't you? Didn't you look? I mean, people were just taking the piss, you know. Um, what was, was it? it? Harry Dicken balls. Harry Harry, Harry Dixon balls <laughs> with the bloody hyphenated surname. And uh, I can't even remember something else. What was some of the others, Tom?
0: I, mate, I couldn't tell you. I only just like I just remember Jim Shoes. Yeah, I know, but just anyway, like, but one of them. One
2: of them was Jim Shoes. Uh, yeah, very fun, cause the go, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very funny the guys go. Yeah, very funny. Um, and I it was it was a strange you thought Peter Oh yeah, Peter Fyle. Peter that's <laughs> right. Yeah, Peter <laughs> And uh didn't he read any of these names, you idiots. And for some reason Tom liked Jim It's just so simple.
0: It was just so yeah. fucking simple. I was like, it's right it's almost like right in front of your face yeah. when you hear it. You're like, it's yeah. right there. Have you ever have you ever done
1: the um <laughs> Australia Thrash in England 4-0 around obviously Steph's married into a a Croatian, Croatian Serbian family. Do you ever do you ever get up at like a
0: at what a, a, a Christmas you know the, time and it's do funny, the old Australian? You might even asked me like whether I've ever played that to her family. What that, played what? Played the, what? The digger ditch. Oh <laughs> fuck, fuck off, a you bitch! Golovitch, <laughs> <laughs> three <laughs> nothing <or stay> Australia. <laughs> <home.
2: laughs> digger ditch, son of a bitch! Fuck <laughs> off, <laughs> you bitch! Golovitch, bloody sitch. bloody Sitch
1: just parts of, the, uh, parts of the australian substitute
0: smith yeah. i hope i pronounced that correctly
2: Phil Uresky, <laughs> the australian skipper
0: um, that was i mean <laughs> i've I never seen, heard that actually i should show it, have you you never it, you show it? Uh, i
2: don't i don't think i have that was the, the memorable thing for that was i didn't know because i always worked so last minute i was always fucking working midnight to dawn to finish it in time <laughs> i was mixing the soccer um um you know the australia england friendly and just was, it was just a combination of the fucking drugs weren't working and I was tired and it was very late. Mm. And I just listened to it, I got this cold shiver that it wasn't funny, that it was just Froggy and I who thought it was funny. Because it all came from watching a game one night.
0: Just uh, it, but, but are you talking about as it is, like as you put it out? Yeah, no, right. as,
2: yeah, as it was being mixed. You know, so I'd written, I'd, I'd recorded the fucking the,
0: script. Yeah. But so what and we've all heard
2: yeah. is what, what you, you were sure. wigging yeah. out about. Yeah, I was, was I, wigging yeah. out about it, yeah. Because it was like just, because the, the whole idea came from watching an Australian soccer game and everyone was either a ski or an itch. <laughs> you know, so I was like, you lost my house key. You better not ski and all that sort of, the wicked witch and <laughs> son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the not ski, he did ski. He can't <laughs> that's ski That's to be
2: a penalty. <laughs> um, so that's where this, the sketch came from. For some reason I just got this fucking horrible thing that was Froggy and I. We found it funny, but it really wasn't that funny. So it was like three or four in the morning. I've got to finish mixing the whole record and get it to the record company, you know, ten AM or something. And it was a two minute sketch or two and a half minute sketch would leave a big hole if i and I said, Frog fuck. And we just stopped down for about an hour. An hour that we couldn't afford, with Froggy trying to <laughs> convince me that it was okay. Yeah. Anyway.
0: In the trenches. Frog. In the trenches, like oh shit, go
2: fuck! It's just, I mean, is it is it funny, Frog? I mean, it's just like just you and I were laughing at it when we just heard how many skis and itches they were in the Australian team. But anyway, um, had but do you, but do it, had you had to put it back in?
1: Well, thank what uh, you did. That's actually what got me into you. the first the first <laughs> that, it, that, that that yeah 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 the first. Because it was person, like people took it out and put it into like isolation, right? Yeah, and it would get shared the first around. person who ever
2: verbalized anything about that record must have been two days after it came out (laughs) was a guy at the airport said dig a ditch son of a bitch (laughs) i couldn't believe it there was no fucking richie beno's or cricket thing he was into the soccer so
0: did the what with wild water sports thing was there like a motivation to not just be super cricket centric like or did you just see it as a funny opportunity no it it was a it was
2: as popular as channel lines cricket coverage okay because it was pre-fox sports yeah uh you know, uh, you could see a roundup of every fucking sport, all the serious stuff: tennis, baseball, football, yeah. rugby, rugby league. Because a lot of that you couldn't watch live. No, you couldn't watch it live. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, because it was yeah, they right. they sourced a lot of their material from Wide World of Sports America, so you'd get lobster racing in bumfuck Idaho and stuff. You know, <laughs> so you know for a bit of light relief. Um, <laughs> and it was a very popular show. Um, you know, started at. I don't know, midday, I think, didn't And it finished sometimes at five o'clock or six o'clock, so it just went... Shit, was it that long? Oh, fuck, you could fly to Perth and back and still, the fucking show's still going. <laughs> <laughs> or take the kids to sport, come back, and it's still it going. still going. So, um, but because you weren't watching stuff live, like you'd on Fox or ESPN, um, and, uh, yeah, so it, it was as popular as Channel 9's cricket coverage had become, but even and then,
0: like again, like in terms of luck, like equal amount of voices, you could take the piss out of. Yeah, well,
2: Gibbo, you know, because you had you had Gibbo, who was the erudite journalist. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, and then you had Chapelli with him, cu- who, who was bare. Kenny, 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 Kenny Caprice, Cal- Ian, <laughs> <laughs> Ian Reese. had
0: a, a, a Toby flight. Brown's like <laughs> <laughs> favourite fucking <laughs> yeah. impersonation. <Was> it Kenny, <laughs> Kenny, Kenny Cal- Calendar. No, Kenny Calendar. Oh, Kenny Callender. Cal- yeah,
2: Cal- yeah, Cal- yeah. Kenny, yes, he had a tongue that was about an inch too long for his mouth. And he, and he was a classic, you know, because I'd cross out to him, at uh, you know, Race Racecourse, and you had Johnny Tap who was the fucking caller, and he he'd be standing, with, and he'd be standing with, with uh, he exploded, with exactly, <laughs> yeah, So he's exploded out there. <laughs> uh, anyway, Kenny Callender was just sensational because, you know, every fucking horse had an S in his name, and and he just had the most unbelievable wisp. <laughs> it was sensational, and he was one of the most gracious
1: people in terms of accepting my piss tape. piss tape. He was fabulous. A great guy. It's weird though that that all those such unique voices wore around at the time.
0: Like yeah, that's the thing. It's kind of it's like, like
1: I you know we, I listen to, no one really
2: stands out to me. No, anymore. listen and you, no. look, you're right. But I mean, honestly, back in those days, it was like I, I this other show that was as popular as the cricket. And it was going to give me a different sandpit to play in. And they just happened to be (laughs) the same... Voices. You yeah, yeah, had. This collection had. Of yeah, Gibbo with that sing-song. What about that referee? And he went down like a sack. I suppose didn't he? I guess uh, he did. Uh, you know. So yeah, this strap exo- on the
0: plastic girl. <laughs> 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 well, he's got female weightlifting
2: <laughs> bodybuilders. I think you've got right. Anabolic was a name. <laughs> Anabolic. Yeah.
0: Anabolic,
2: <laughs> yeah. Anabolic. <laughs> yeah. Anabolic. Oh, oh would my god. <laughs> testicle <laughs> has popped out of her costume. Her <laughs> costume. So Uh-oh. you're right. Even that other show that I was tempted to have a crack at because it was different, Um, you know, uh, Gibbo and Chappelle crossing out to Tappy and Ken. Oh, Big Daryl Eastlake was there. Oh, oh, huge. And, you know, just there were so many. Maxie Walker was a, you know, Max Walker. They give him and Daryl these sports that they knew nothing about. Like surfing. Yeah. Oh, we've got to do the surfing. <laughs> uh, Daryl, right you go there. Oh, gee. oh, Margot Oberg. Oh, look at her ripping and tearing. Oh, gee, she's one of the loosest girls on the circuit. It's just like <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... You know, one of the loosest girls <laughs> on the circuit. What are we talking <laughs> about? He buffs all the other guys. <laughs> um, but they just make stuff up, you know. Max mm. used to do the same. They'd send him off to do motorboat racing or something, and he'd bone up on a couple of key phrases. <laughs> <laughs> he'd say oh you know you've got the you know, horsepower is it bumpy <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> he'd rattle off
2: all these stats and then have a dumb fuck a question the alright
0: well there you have it it, it cut off abruptly and, you know why well you know why because Tobler fucked it but we aren't going to call him out for it
1: no I wouldn't do that wouldn't no. dare it'd be again no. uncouth of Tom and I who are you know, unequivocally stand-up gents.
0: We stand by our guys. We will not name them.
1: No, fuck no. We wouldn't do that. We wouldn't do it, but, to- but it was Top lot. So that's why I cut off because of Top lot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: now, um, just quickly, Eddie. Yeah, mate. So the punters and dribblers still here. Oh, they're all here. They're all here. Yeah. Um, Make no mistake. Just a bit of cricket chat. Yeah, bro. Um, before we sort of wrap things up. Obviously, when we talk cricket, we do it for KO. Now, you and I were at the um, day one of the Sydney test. It was fantastic. Obviously rain affected, but it was fun. Like you just can't you can't beat the cricket generally, but we also were lucky enough to be in members where it's like you're in a pub at the cricket filled with fucking hundreds of cunts who just love cricket. Like it's it's like a meetup of cricket dribblers.
1: It's like being at the pub, but the window, which is all the way open, looks out onto a world class cricket field.
0: Yeah. And there's world class players playing world class cricket.
1: Yeah. That's the difference.
0: That's the difference.
1: To be any pub you like that's pubby. Yeah. Not like hem style pub. No, but no, like no. Pubby not, pub. Well, to be honest, it is hem style food. But not hem style theme. No, you're right. Like, if he did the decor, it'd look completely different. Yeah, it would. it be all like
0: rustic beach fucking sandals. Yeah, oh, God knows what he'd do to no, it. The yeah. food is pretty good, though. The food's
1: good. So, I won't shit
0: on Justin. I too had much. a disgusting amount of food yesterday. Like, I've been Well, all, I was hungry, Tom. But I've, I I am definitely back on a new health kick. Not, We're not going to talk about it anymore, but I'm just saying back on new health kick but yesterday mm. when i like did the fucking calculations in my head last this morning when i woke you up i did the math dude meat pies when we got there yeah well cuz that's because they wouldn't toast panini they benigni. wouldn't toast panini but a meat pie steak sambo out at the bundy thing which by the way i'd give 9 out of 10 9 out, out of 10 shit. steak sambo sauce phenomenal then soso did you ever soso i had a soso soso roll uh, one of the like ones without the cheese all over, just a normal fucking hot dog, like an El Loco hot dog. Yeah, without the cheese. Without the cheese. <laughs> right. Then when I was leaving, another El Loco hot dog from downstairs, and when I got home, I ordered a pizza, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, that is." What'd you get? Seafood. Seafood, so prawn pizza, yep. Sure. Shout out to Galbersons.
1: How did you sneak those two or loco dogs in? Well, I didn't sneak them. I was just living my life. I was with you most of the time. Yeah. I, you, did you, did you take that into the in. shitter?
0: No, I snuck the last one in because it was on the way out. Right. So, you know. Um, but a great day was had by all. But I will say this. I have a, a bone to pick, and I'm not the only person with the bone. But I think we were kind of fucking confused even on the day, like yesterday when it was happening. We were like, what the fuck? When they went off at 2, yep. I two, thought they were calling an early lunch because of the weather was coming in. 2.20 it was, I think. They just did that for bad light.
1: I know, unbelievable. 2.20 in the afternoon, bad light. Bad light, my fucking ass. It
0: wasn't fucking bad. Turn the light on if it's bad light or, and get pink balls. Like play there wasn't Chica saying that too? It's saying that you like have chick, a box of pink balls there yeah. that are the same, like a bunch of different overs. Well, no, you bring them out for the same overs. That's Just what know, I mean, These right? pink balls are fucking like face overs, or 20 yeah. overs. That's what we're using. Like, and I think Steve Waugh um, heard of him. Uh, he was sort of like, bro, there are too many other options for people. It is too competitive a sporting market. For you to just be fucking off cause the light's not good enough, yep. apparently. Which is horseshit, because it was fine. Test cricket cannot afford to just fucking nip nip back to the sheds cause the light's not good, especially when it's pissing rain Mates, like, every five they minutes. They came
1: back and played till like five o'clock.
0: Yeah.
1: Are you telling me the light was fucking better then than it was at two twenty? Yeah. Oh, because the clouds rolled
0: in. Shit.
1: No. Just cause you're holding some fucking. Stupid little toy Some fucking little light meter That talks shit Yeah
0: no one trusts that light meter I don't trust
1: that thing No Back in the old days, that thing would get hit for talking shit. You know what well, I
0: mean? 100%, mate. <laughs> that <laughs> thing would have one put on its chin. <laughs> you
1: no. Know, in the good old days, that thing would have got laid
0: yeah. out. Yeah, before we became soft as a society and it became, you know, wrong to punch a bloke for fucking, you know, talking shit. Yeah.
1: That light meter would be fucking ko Yeah. And we wouldn't be talking about this because the boys would be out there ripping and tearing. <laughs> because at the end of the day, Tom, as the great Steve Or heard of him, said...
0: Talk shit, get hit. Talk
1: shit, get hit. (laughs) Talk shit, get hit. That's just the reality, baby. That's the fucking, they're the way of the land. Yeah. And if any of that, and honestly, I hate to say it, but I'm gonna. And if any of our players have got any problem with it.
0: Come see us. Come
1: see us. You might get a fucking spanking too. Yeah, yeah. And that's and like, mate, on the day of days on the Sydney, in Sydney cricket, yeah. arguably world cricket. In mm. fact, I'll say world say cricket. Say world
0: cricket, say it.
1: Day one, Sydney test, new year, ringing it in right. Yep. And you fuckers are going off at 220 because you're fucking scared of the dark.
0: Yeah, ridiculous. Pathetic. Pathetic. What is this, a fucking Goosebumps book or something? Oh my <laughs> God. Holy shit. Like, So that was disappointing. And then to have like rain come on and off for the rest of the day where it's like, we could have got a little bit more cricket in here, you fucks. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. Like, I, it, there's no common sense.
1: It's dark out there now, Tom. Do you reckon like, because they'll, pro- they'll have to come back early today. They'll probably start you at nine or 9.30. Well, it was
0: pissing down this, last night and this morning. So they might have to also wait for it to dry That's out. That's a good point. But
1: they will be they should be starting early because they lost overs yesterday. Yeah. Is it too dark from now at <laughs> 9.30 in the morning? Is well, that too dark?
0: That light meter, I'd like to see what it has to fucking say. Lippy little fucking. Lippy period. little fucking pussy. So that was disappointing, but like
1: yeah. you know, it was slow going in the morning. But I don't like I don't mind slow going first session. I love session. it.
0: People were like, "Fuck, Kawaja, he's going slow." Going. I'm like, dude, that's this is test cricket, baby. Yeah. Get your fucking take your T20 hat off and just enjoy <laughs> a dude eking out runs. And Kawaja averages 98 at the SCG. Yeah, he does. So talk. I see him coming out today and fucking chipping his way to a hundred.
1: I think so. It was disappointing, Labra. I couldn't get there again. He may be scared of the dark. Well. <laughs>
0: I want to call him out on it, but he no, might be.
1: He might be. Uh, but you know, seventy nine ish, Tom. Pretty rock uh, solid. Seventy
0: seven, maybe seventy nine. Yeah, yeah. Know somewhere in,
1: somewhere in that vicinity. Warner went cheaply, we went early. Um, yeah, can't be about it. But David got a ton last test. So I don't well, he you know got a double do actually. Fuck. Don't want to. We we'll got a double, Tom. Yeah, you're right.
0: I um I want to actually also shout out a couple of people we were with yesterday for um some Hawkeye level. And not hawk eye in a tennis sense. I mean, or eagle eyed. Eagle eyed observation.
1: Although I think hawks have pretty good eyes. No,
0: I think you could. I think you could. Well, hence them co-opting the hawk's eyes for the tennis.
1: I wonder who has the superior eye, Tom—the hawk
0: or the eagle. I don't know if I can continue without finding that out. (laughs) (laughs) Best vision for birds. Oh, no. It changed a version. We need vision here. V I S I O N. I believe. Yeah, I believe
1: I-O-N, Tom. Best vision bird.
0: Eagles. All birds have pretty excellent long-distance vision, but eagles stand out. They can see clearly about eight times as far as humans can, allowing them to spot and focus on a rabbit or other animal at a distance of about two miles. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Having clear vision, two miles.
1: Two mile clear vision. Two miles in the old, Tom, I think 3.2 kilometers. <laughs> I wonder, or the new, rather. <laughs> <laughs> I said the new.
0: <laughs> I wonder, though, with that, whether they're going, do, like, do I just, like, my short distance is here, but then if I'm looking at something far... It's not like my eyes can zoom but like can do they like zoom in two three kilometers like I don't understand even well how if that it's works. if they can see
1: eight times as far and it's two miles that means we can see 250 meters.
0: Right, but what I no. mean is, right? But, like, the further something gets Let away... Let me work that out. I know that our
1: math has always been shit on. But this something worker. gets
0: smaller just by the virtue of being far away, right? So it's not always... It's To me, I'm like, it's not just so about...
1: They see eight times further. That's So what we see at 400 metres, they see... Is what
0: uh, is what they're saying at 3Ks, 3.2Ks, 2.2Ks. Yeah. Okay. That's how I think that would be. But work. what I'm trying to say is, right, <laughs> yeah, if something if I'm struggling to see something 100 meters away, mm-hmm. it looks it's also small, right? So, like, there's a part of the sight of an eagle which would have to be able to zoom or something, wouldn't it?
1: So, you're talking about zoom in technology.
0: Well, I'm wondering whether they have zoom tech <laughs> built into their ocular
1: setups. So, Mother Earth's version of, of zoom in, yeah, or, or binocs. Binox, Binox built in Binox. Native binocs. Well, yeah. Interesting. Uh, so our eagle-eyed, with now that we know, not hawk-eyed, our eagle-eyed friends,
0: uh, they noticed that in the uh, singing of the national anthem, that one Matt Renshaw, of recently promoted back to test side fame, was standing about half a meter away from the rest of the boys. He was. Uh, I, what? What? Some would have you believe is a COVID safe distance. He was closer literally than you and I are on the couch right now. <laughs> he was literally closer than that, but he uh, stand fucking 38 centimeters away from your nearest. Don't stand arm in arm because you've been diagnosed with COVID. But so the boys are like, that seems weird. Why is he doing that? Unless they've got like beef, which seems like a weird time for him to be picked in the side. If he's like literally blueing with the guy on the end also like if they are blue and let's just mix up the line. Yeah, exactly. Then he's on the sideline sitting on a chair by himself. By
1: himself, not in the sheds. Not in the sheds. I tell you what. Like what a what a sort of disappointing way to come back. Yeah. For you, for Matt personally. Yes. Now, obviously, you can go out there and score a ton and be the hero of the fucking test, but I mean more on a personal Get camaraderie, around boys, yeah. getting
0: around the boys, bum slabs, dick yeah. grabs, that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's absolutely, it'll probably take a bit of the gloss off of it if no one's grabbing your ass or your dick inside the team <laughs> environment, um, you know, celebrating success in that way is obviously a hallmark of team sports, certainly in the male profession. Um, I, can't the I can't speak for the females. I don't know females. if they like a
1: little grab of the front and the back, but... Certainly the men do.
0: The men do. Uh, All consensual, of course. He, the boys were like, so Sherman and uh, cousin of the show, Hamish, who if you see in public, we we very much encourage you to roll in. Yes, we do. Um, And so it was him and the Godfather of the SCG basically who pointed it out. We then put it up on the gram. Lo and behold, maybe, you know, news cycles, they're slow to the uptake. About an hour later, it dropped on the news that, Rentchel had tested positive for COVID. Yeah, it
1: did. And so to the to the victor go the spoils, Tom.
0: Yeah. We weren't quoted in any news articles, which no, is we disappointing. Weren't. No. Not surprising, but disappointing. Well, are you shocked, Tom? No. Disappointed.
1: Very disappointed, but not shocked. No. Such is the way of the world, more specifically traditional media, who yes. look to, you know, fuck over the newcomer. Yep. But not KO.
0: No, not KO. Uh, who we'd also new like school. to... Well, we'd also like to hand out a, uh, a warm and hearty congratulations to our good friends at KO, who bring it's you good, the cricket, yes. for securing the, the rights along with Fox and Channel 7.
1: Till 2031, Tom. I believe to the tune of around $250 million a year. Don't 1. quote
0: 5 me on. Billy. Yeah. Was the, the TV rights deal. Very good news for all who enjoy the cricket coverage. I was thinking about it as well, like just 10 and Paramount were having a crack. And it's like, even if they'd got it, you wouldn't... I imagine... Like, I reckon we take for granted experienced uh, sports production teams. So, like, Channel 9 Sports Production with Rugby League or when they had the cricket, Fox with Rugby League and with cricket, Channel 7 with AFL, and they do it well with cricket, although I don't think they do it well, as well as Fox. But just seeing that level of production, and then when you see, like another network who scoops in and steals the rights. And you go, oh, this sucks.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't
0: realise how much I just subconsciously enjoyed the production quality of your Foxes of the world. Exactly. Please no.
1: Please no. Please no. Oh, God, no. Yeah. But hallelujah to the punter and the dribbler because we can rejoice. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. Settle in till 2031. Yeah. Sun your dicks.
0: Sun your dicks, your tits. Your, your balls bums, your vaginas your
1: and enjoy cricket yeah where it should be enjoyed that's on ko that is and fox cricket but specifically a
0: <clears throat> couple other things eddie before we wrap this um this potty up yemba adam a man god
1: <clears throat> listen i wouldn't have liked to have woken up the other day as adam's and <laughs> That's all I'll say. <laughs> no, Waking no. up as Adam Zampa the other day would have been one of the toughest wake-ups all time. It's
0: probably Lou post Best Man speech.
1: Oh, it's oh, I think I honestly think it may be higher. Because of the televised global nature of the sport? Because of the televised global nature of the sport and the um, the sort of how would you put it? the the the, the dark history?
0: Of the mancad, yeah. Well, the like the I guess the, the, the baggage, like the, right the baggage that comes with yeah, the mancad, yeah, and yeah. the perception of the mancad.
1: But the mancad carries a certain perception. Always yeah, has. You may always. Bit, will. And I'm
0: not saying that Adam Zamper is this, but the perception of you catting is that you're a bit of a dog and a weak gutted one at that.
1: <laughs> yeah, in the words of Ricky Stewart, a weak gutted dog. Yeah. Now, unfortunately for Adam. It gets a little bit worse than it wasn't an attempted man cad. It was in the sense that, like, I'm going to fake you it out. It wasn't a threatened man. It wasn't a threatened man. It wasn't a warned man cad. That's right. It's exactly right. It was a full blown man cad. However, Adam, as if it could get no worse, goes beyond the vertical. So the, bo- the bowling action has. It's is once in full once his arm
0: goes beyond the vertical, the batsman is allowed to leave the crease. Yes.
1: And it wasn't until his arm went past the vertical that the the batsman left the crease. crease. So, in fact, he's going for a man cad that had no
0: place been on the field. No, and basically got overturned. So, what's worse than a man cad? Doing one, so now everyone knows that you're a man cadder, and then the powers that be going, well, you're a man cadder and you didn't even do it right
1: that man cad wasn't a man cad so now all you are is a failed man cadder
0: mm. you can't even do that and again adam zampa he he had i think he's always a bit like of a he's always a bit more of a quirky cricketer you know weird well, hairstyle yeah, i think well, look i think coffee right. Stoiness, all that all good and you know sure. an I'm interesting just... guy but he has always had a bit of the like he's been a he's been peculiar in the most generous sense, I could say that.
1: I think, I think. Put it this way: we all remember the headband. Yes. You know, and I think that sort of paints a, a, a picture in the mm. eye, the well mind's eye, the punter. Well, the head-
0: headband wore him, and it was it was it was, it was acutely uh, obvious of that when we saw it. It was like oh, there's a headband wearing a cricketer. That's right, and the head. I mean, the headband cabal. But listen, the headband was all right. Headband can't turn him, but he's got he can, but he can t- well, it, certainly well, bowl. Well
1: zampa has got a straight ball and a straighter ball. And that's fucking done batsman in for All over the world. Five or six years now. Yeah. Not the point.
0: It's just unfortunately, man, it's, it's not. It's just you fucking man at your own peril. Like the thing is, I feel like there's been a bit of fucking mancad flavour in the air. Obviously, Ravi Ashwin. Yep. Is that his name? Uh is a man catter of note and a beater at that. But then Mitchell Stark Well, he threatening, threatened one. But that just, but, I think, I think Zampa had the flavor of man cat in his mouth. The taste I, of the cat in his mouth I, from that moment.
1: I completely agree. I think he saw a big dog mm. in Mitch Stark. Warned the batsman. At, at test level. At test level. Goes, I'm not putting up with it. And to be honest, Mitch was well within his rights to have a fucking yarn. And that's all it was. I don't think Mitch would have ever crossed that threshold and gone full test mode man, man cat. I don't think I would see that. No. However, poor old Adam of Headband War him fame mm. sees the big dog, attempt it, and goes, I'm going to go one step further. I'm going to do it. But it failed. It fucked
0: it up. The problem with, with this Zampa situation is... Yeah, he's a bit weird, and I like that personally. I think it's way more interesting. He's a bit more of a you know, he's a bit more behind the eyes, as it were. But what it does mean is that you kind of need to be um, relatively faultless, because he was wearing the headband. Everyone's like, "That's Magoo as fuck." There's a headband wearing a cricketer. What are we doing? But he, he was a bit charming and like interesting and funny, and he was taking brave wickets of the nation in T20s and all that sort of shit. So we were sort of like. He's cool. I'm cool with Zampa. And I still am. But then you throw in a man cad. And I remember that you wore a headband five years ago, which I'd forgotten about. <laughs> and I, you know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, fuck. That's right. <laughs> to be so honest, it's mate, all coming back to It's me. the first thing I thought of. <laughs> it's all coming back to me. As soon it's... as I saw that, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. The headband. It was like a flash. My life yeah. flashed before my eyes. And I saw all the things he'd done.
1: You were jolted back to another time. Yeah. Almost immediately. So, yep. unfortunately for for Adam now, his CV reads: headband wore him, mm. attempted a man cut, failed,
0: failed, and also played cricket. Also
1: played cricket for Australia T20s, one days. Yeah, not bad. I don't know if he's got a test. With, he's got a test no, cap. he doesn't
0: have a test cap, and I, I dare say that the test dream died with that failed man cat <laughs> I dare say. I hope that's not the case for the young man.
1: No, I would. Well, look. I don't want to wish any sort of, you know, ill towards him. We've, had, we'll,
0: we've, we've interviewed him before, actually, for KO, who bring you cricket on this podcast. He's
1: a great bloke. Nice guy. Just, You've got unfortunately it, it? now, yeah. another line on the CV that you don't want to be Yeah, there.
0: exactly. It's, it's, it's there. You can't scrub that off, the failed man cad, and it is what it is. Now, the final thing I want to touch on, Eddie, before we uh, before we go is there's a lot of chat, obviously, around the test side and the couple of old boys in there. Uh, And a transitional period that potentially, not potentially, it just is on the horizon. But what's pissing me off, Edward, Mm -hmm. is that they're talking about Warner, Kawaja, and Smith. They're like, well, Warner, Kawaja, Smith, not long to go. I'm like, Warner and Kawaja are 37 years old. Smith isn't even 34 yet. Cut it out. Yeah, shut up. Cut it out. Stop including Smith in the retirement but there's
1: talks. But there's enough narrative. There is more than enough narrative to just talk about Khawaja. Oy, 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 move, Tonk. Get off me, bro. Move, bra. tongue.
0: He feels the same way, clearly.
1: He's pissed off. He came down at the right time. He came
0: down at the right time. We get it, mate. You're upset.
1: Um, Oi. Move, oy, buddy. Oy. Get out. Move, buddy. Get out. <laughs> um... Like, there's enough narrative to talk about Kawaja and Warner and all-time great retiring. You don't need to put Smudge in there because you think it'll sell more fucking papers and get more... Lion's older than Smith, isn't Exactly. Shut the fuck up. Smudge isn't going anywhere. You're Just just chill. Now you're talking shit.
0: Yeah. Like, just don't... We don't need to whip ourselves into a fucking chaotic frenzy of stress here. Let's manage stress appropriately. This is about stress management, right? Obviously, as a nation, we're stressed about the impending departure of... David the Dark Angel, the mongrel, fucking the Bull Warner, right? The Mm. Reverend. We are worried about Usman fucking should have been in the side for the entirety of his career and not dropped Kawaja. We are worried about that. They're 37 years old, not getting any younger. Smith is not even 34 yet, so shut the fuck up. He can play for another three years, get to 40 test turns.
1: Comfortably. Comfortably. Woo the fuck up. Woo up. Woo the fuck up It's just a warning
0: That's all it is We're giving a warning Yeah
1: Woo the fuck up Woo up Because Smudge isn't going anywhere Watch him go to England And dominate And zip you cunts up Yep Uh, But that's it That's it Hope you enjoyed the interview Share to KO
0: Share to KO Send us to England please For the ashes
1: Please send us to England We'll talk We'll talk We'll sit down down. Tom and I got a plan of attack For you For you guys All you have to do is just Open the coffers (laughs) Not a big deal not a big deal.
0: No. And, and that's, look, you guys are very generous at, there at KO and, and we, we appreciate you greatly. All we're saying is that it would be in everyone's best interest, we feel, to send us to England for the ashes.
1: Yeah. Because they need to be covered right. At least for the first three tests. Yeah. Probably, the, yeah. Well, first three. Th- first three. First three's fine. Yeah. Um, but we'll talk. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Could you two
3: just not talk anymore?